silence my phone a little bit. Oh, we're live. <laughs> we are live. We are live. Uh, welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. Let's see. We're doing jazz hands. Come on. There's Trey. Goes tactical. Jazz hands going. I got my jazz hands going. Uh, 13C Joe will be joining us in a few minutes. We're going to make him do jazz hands all over again. I think he's trying to come in late so he can avoid jazz hands. But I mean, how do you not like jazz hands? I mean, if you're going to try to come in late, then you better bring the jazz hands to a whole nother yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to see special <laughs> jazz hands from Joe. But um, I hope you guys have your big girl. <laughs> like, it's going to have to be fur-lined, fur-lined big girl pants. Ah, just on. put them on. Just put them yeah. on. Right. Or, or, or just get real up and close and personal with your big girl. Because it's cold in lots of places in America. Hey, I'm afraid. I'm a I'm a pretty tough guy, but I'm afraid to call my wife a big girl. So I might not do that. Oh, uh, <laughs> there's nothing, listen, uh, there's nothing. You know, I like meat on my potatoes. Right. You right. Know? Big big girls. There's nothing wrong with big girls. Lots of people out there appreciating some big girls right now. Oh, yeah, no problem. I just don't want to yeah. call her a big girl. Yeah. 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 You you're just voluptuous. That's right. That's right. Yeah, is that what it is? Okay. All yeah, right. Curvy. All right. Curvy. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. Hey, hey, we're big boys. We're big boys. Well, so, you know, I'm not well, necessarily. Oh, really? Oh, it's like I'm, that. You know, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't have to repel out of my truck like Clover does, but I'm not much <laughs> taller than him. Not much taller than him. Okay. Don't let him. Don't let him hear that. <laughs> He's out there. That's why I said that. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think he likes those jokes. <laughs> so that means we have to do it like triple time now. That's triple, right. That's extra right. triple jokes. Yeah. This yeah. is number, this is podcast number 316 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. And of course, we've got Ghost Tactical, Trace here what's up joining us and tonight we're going to talk out the subject is we don't need your permission to teach our kids about second amendment and guns and shooting and safety do we need do do we need someone's permission uh not my household you don't nope don't think so don't think we need any uh any permission clover tax says i resemble those jokes he resembles (laughs) those jokes he owns them he owns them i love that about him how short is clover tactical like I'm five eight, so he's like five seven and a half. Oh wow! But I, but I, but I do that a half inch for me and him. I don't really believe deal. that. I've seen him stand next to Lola Strange, and she's <laughs> about five two. Dude, I'm trying to give him some credit here, okay? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell! He says he's five seven, so yeah, he makes up for it in uh, in goodness. Yes, he does. That, lucky charms. Yeah, he's a handsome. He's a handsome man. I'll take Where your word for it. No. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Clover Tech says 5'7". Five, seven, five, seven. There you go. It's all good. With heels. With his combat boots on. Yeah, with heels on. <laughs> so, uh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is getting off to a rough start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, um, it seems like Mr. Mr. Pink, Pink's husband, who we're going to refer to as Mr. Pink. I think he's a little bit famous in his own right, but who yeah, doesn't, he like, who doesn't like Pink? I like Pink. I think Pink is kind of cute. Uh, well, she's she's a she's an attractive woman, but she absolutely has one of the best voices in the world. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of Pink. Yeah, I like Pink. Hope you guys like Pink. Uh, we're talking about the rock star. 
Yeah, right. So, but we probably like Pink anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Pink, uh, what's his name again? Oh, hold on. Let me see. Uh, something up. Hart. Um, uh, Corey, is it Corey, Corey Hart, maybe? Or Corey? Oh, crap. Don't get Let me, me lying. Uh, Car- Carrie. Carrie Hart. Yeah, Carrie Hart. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was a motocross guy. Obviously, yeah. he's a gun guy. Yeah. And obviously, in the Pink household, they believe in the Second Amendment, they believe in shooting. Uh, they're teaching their their uh, oldest daughter uh, guns and gun safety and all that. And I think they posted a video. So we'll talk yeah. about that. And I guess there's some backlash. Oh, my uh, God. Gotta be kidding me. Thing. This girl knows discipline and safety and how to hit a target with a 22. So God horrible. forbid. God forbid that we actually teach our kids responsibility, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that we need to teach all the children of America about guns and gun safety. Obviously, let them make the choice if they want to get deeper into guns or the Second Amendment. But we need to teach them about guns and gun safety. And uh, you know what? It's not bad for them to be proficient when it comes to firearms. Walter and I were talking about that yesterday because I think it was uh, either in the firearms blog or one of these blogs. We, we either read the firearms blog or the truth about guns. But um you know, one of them were talking was talking about a where was it? Was it the Ukraine or something like that? Where the the people were um, they're they're getting more into guns and encouraging the kids to shoot and all that kind of stuff. Right. Very very important, not just for safety, um, not just to help them avoid uh, accidents and and bad things that happen out there when kids who don't or people who don't really have uh, safety knowledge of guns get involved with them, but. It's a good thing. Good thing yeah. to be to be capable of uh, hitting a target with a firearm. Well, I think a lot of it comes down to, and it's not just for being able for self protection and all that. But what people don't realize that are not gun people is you mentioned earlier. It takes a lot of discipline and control. And, and all of that to be able to be proficient with a firearm. So you're learning so many more life skills than just pulling a trigger, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, and yes, I think there's a lot of things you learn about life out, uh, life out there. You also learn that these things are, uh, can cause destruction and you learn to respect that. So I think it's very important. I taught my kids um, when we moved here to Florida, actually, when we moved to this part of Florida and we started getting into it, first thing I taught my kids and, uh, you know, I think they benefited from that as all kids will. CloverTax says Kids Safe Foundation is doing some great work in in uh, how do you say Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. or I call it Oregon. Oregon. I don't know how it's supposed to be or- said. But. Oregon, Oregon. <laughs> um, <laughs> Southern way. <laughs> yeah. Um, in fact, they're proposing legislation to require firearm safety by the first grade public schools. Cool. So let me see. I'm going to shout out. I'm going to try to go through and shout out everyone that's in here. Please, folks, hit the thumbs ups. We need the thumbs ups. OK, very, very important. Smash those thumbs and, uh, you know, share the video, all that kind of good stuff. If you're not subscribed to Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, which is the channel that you're watching right now, that you're looking at this live, you need to be subscribed. You know, the Hank Strange channel is a totally separate channel. This is Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. This oh, is where is? we do. Yeah. Oh, wrong this, channel. Damn. Uh, yeah, I know. You should be subscribed to both of them as well as Ghost Tactical, uh, you know, as well as Clover Tack and uh, all the other good guys out there. Right. But, um, you know, Subscribe and then ring the bell. That's how you get notified. So that's right. All good things. Uh, SoCal Gunner was number one in the chat. So shout out to SoCal Gunner. 
Let's see who else we got. Vanessa Kitty was here. Chris Williams, Armament and Axes, The Archangel, Special K, Rob Avis, Jade Gru, also here, Boss Hog, Magnum Boys, Bricks, Psycho 316, DCG 44s is here. Pixamite 1 is here. Um, uh, let's see who is that. Uh, David Serpa. You're, you're in the chat, so everyone can say hi to you in the chat. Let's see who else we got in here. Trying to go down, go through the comments. Uh, Rich White is here as well. The 1% himself. Rich White. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Rich. Hey, uh, who's out there right now is Michael Woodland. Magic Mike is out driving home. He's listening, so let's try to get him into an accident. Just saying. Oh, no, Mike's a nice guy. Just, hey, I'm just messed yeah. that is. We don't want him to mess up the shooting hand. You know, he's becoming That's all, true. He's trying he's to get too, his Jerry Michelick on. You know, he's too pretty to get hurt. You know, he's like a pretty guy. At least uh, he says he is. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> we can convince him to share some bone marrow with Clovertack because he's kind of oh. tall. <laughs> he is. He's like six five. I mean, yeah, Michael's kind of tall. <laughs> if we were living in a communist nation, we would take some bone marrow out of Michael <laughs> and give it to Clovertack. So somebody should be happy that we're not. We're not living. Oh yeah. Lord, that's but you know, good. Maybe maybe Clover likes you know. He's he's good just the way that he is. Those leprechauns, man. They they make uh they make the best of every situation. You know. Yeah, and if you capture him. You know, and you torture him long enough, he might lead you to his pot of gold. His pot of ammo. His yeah. pot of ammo. Either one. Either one yeah. will be good. Yeah. Either one will be good. That's true. I wouldn't mind the gold. I've got plenty yeah. of ammo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. The next time he comes on, that's going to be interesting. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's gonna be interesting. So let's see who else is out here. Flopping Garbage is here. Jolly Roger USA is here. Armament and Axes, I think I said. Dan, Richard Hughes is in here. Clovertack, of course, is here. Fearless Orca Tactical says Jazz Hand. Shout out to Fearless Orca Tactical. Uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, Turbo 99 Miata. Uh, Red Leg Objective Canine Coach. Uh, Gabe Stark also here. Sniper One says, finally catching the show live for once. What's up, people? You know what we should do? Uh, this is what we should do, Ghost, while I'm doing the shout outs. Yeah, man. Every Everyone right now, tell us where the hell you're watching this show from. I want to. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know where the people are and where they're watching the show from. Let us know right now. Shout out. I'm going to steal something from Mike also. So if we get like a hundred thumbs up, I've got a giveaway we want to give away. So I got, um, so I got a a hat from a Gia. I have. Wait, let me see that Aguila head again. That's pretty damn cool. That is pretty damn cool, isn't it? What I like that. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, you got that and uh, some iPro from Venture Gear Tactical. What uh, my sponsors, man? They're awesome people. What great, great iPro? People. Oh my yeah, god, boy! You've got uh, an iPro. You've got an iPro sponsor. You're I do. Balling. I do. I'm balling, dude. I am. Balling. You are a serious baller. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to uh, give a shout out to Michael Sedini, good friends of both of ours. Hank uh, WTTA Wealth Talk America. One of their bracelets. This is awesome. I wear mine every oh, day, as you can see. Oh, cool. Uh, let's do a Black Rain Ordnance patch. How about that? We, all right, it's actually a sticker. Cool sticker. Yeah, let's do Alien Gear sticker. Pretty cool. Oh boy! And you'll like this. I'm sure you got a ton of them, but the Fort Scott munitions. Oh patch. yes, Fort Scott munitions. Great patch. Oh, awesome boy. patch. So let's yeah, uh, shut we'll, up. So that's let's weird. get. That's how I burn through all these nine millimeters. That's right. Here. That's right. Yeah. 
And let so me Fort remind Scott. folks, by the way, it's it's nice that you said Fort Scott, because look. There you go. There you go. Know, let me just flex my muscles. Don't, don't get blown away by all the sexy right now. That's right. But That's there's, right. yeah, Fort Scott Munitions. Awesome um, people, man. Awesome yeah, people. I've got some kind of code. What is my code? I think it's Hank 10 for Fort Scott Munitions. Yeah, Hank 10, and you can get 10% off from Fort there Scott. So, And they've got AK ammo now. Did you see that? I don't know if you're into AKs. I love AKs. As a matter of fact, I was going to bring one of my uh, MK, AK pistols for, for the old gun porn, but I didn't go home, so it's still in my safe at home. But Oh, okay. Um, but That's yeah, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge AK fan. Love the AK platform. Everyone, every gun guy should have a high point. I have a high point. Yeah. Got several of them. Yeah. Should have at least one AK. Yep. Or at least owned an AK in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see what else you should. You should also have an AR. That's a good. Thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Some sort of 22. <laughs> Some sort of 22. Uh, let's see. What are the five must haves for a gun guy? Come, come up with a well, I, I have out. owned a revolver. I'm not a revolver guy, but I would say you have uh, to own a semi-auto pistol and a revolver, you know. Okay, that, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Either revolver or shotgun. I don't know. If we're gonna just oh gonna shotgun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Five. Holy cow. Okay. Yeah, so we're just gonna do five. You also. You guys can let us know what five guns or types of guns everyone should have. That's that. That's that might tough. be a cool thing. Oh, what type of gun? Okay. So not brand. Just a yeah. Type five of types. Gun. No. Yeah. Five types. Not brands. Okay. But, okay. Uh, well, we could put high point as a brand. As, as well, no, High Point is a brand, but we could put it as a type. You should have, you know, I think yeah, everyone I, should I, have you know, a really cheap gun. Cheap gun. I, th- I think so. I mean, I, it's it works as a paperweight, a boat anchor, and a firearm <laughs> at the same time. But no, I'm a fan of High Point. I, I've, you know, yeah. especially their, their uh, carbines. Their carbines mm-hmm. are phenomenal. If you don't have yeah, a, a High like Point carbine, carbine, phenomenal. Yeah, I really do. are. I, I like the carbines, 10 millimeter carbines out yep. there. Yep. Uh, I'm going to try to get my hands on one of those and put it in a bullpup kit. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Because I like a bullpup, which if I I could should probably revise my five things list to have everyone should have a bullpup. Hey, do you sort. speaking of bullpups, have you seen Utah's new bullpup shotgun? Um, uh, no, but uh, I saw the original Utah's and they are horrible. Oh yeah, this one actually is a lot better looking. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah. No, I wasn't talking about looks. Yeah, oh, they're not. They're not I, I, I didn't shoot it, so I, I wouldn't know. But oh, uh, I've seen lots of bad cool. things happen with uh, the original Utah. So I don't know about the new yeah. ones, yeah. but the original ones they came out with were not very reliable. Yeah. Lots of crazy stuff happening with those, but uh, I guess they have a new one. High Point also has a, a. It's coming out with a new handgun. They are. Yes, they are. Yeah. So I think I saw the guys. Uh, uh, what's the name of the guy? Is it James from the firearm blog? I saw some kind of video at Shot Show and he was in the shower. I didn't know. We're trying to be all super sexy now. <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Everyone I'm can't do exactly. the. I've often been tempted to do videos from the shower. Yep. You know, now I was watching a little live earlier today from Gun Talk Live, and they're talking about shower carrying, and uh, what gun would you take if you were going to carry the shower? Hmm. And Hmm. I've never had that question posed like that, so I wonder. You know, it's actually physically in the shower. They say if you're going to carry in the shower, what gun Hmm. would you carry in the shower? And that was an interesting question. I think that is an interesting question. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. Do you carry in the shower? I do not. <laughs> but if uh, I did, if I did, I don't even, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, I don't carry in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least not that gun, you know. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do, I come really close to that just outside. Like I carry yeah. in the house. I carry in the house. Uh, so I, I carry until I go to bed. And then it's right there on my nightstand, my, it's yeah. my bed. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, someone said I'm very choppy. I don't know if anyone else is getting uh, choppy. Sounds good to me. There. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Now, uh, Clover Tags is a super soaker. Now, that might be the shower carry, a super soaker. Yeah. Uh, I got your super soaker right here. <laughs> I got your super Unlimited super ammo with the shower, you know? Yeah. I almost I, I carry all the way up into the bathroom. What I do is, like, I, I tuck my my uh, my house yeah. carry under the underwear? No, I wasn't not I, I heard you, you say you tuck, and I was like, hey, yeah, that's what, what you got to do, bro. <laughs> naughty, naughty. <laughs> but uh, I put it I put it under my underwear because I figure, like, if, yeah. tactic, if ninjas, you know, if ninjas attacked my house and they came to get me right when I was taking a shower because they think, okay, Hank Strange is naked. We got him. He's vulnerable now. You know. Surprise. Yeah, I figure up, no one's, they're not going to want to go under my underwears to look for the gun. And then when I come out, I'm going to shock them when they see me like naked and wet. I don't know about you, but when I'm wet, I'm real sexy. I don't know. I mean, like, I'll say I am. I, I don't but, know. Yeah, I think everybody out there is real sexy when they're <laughs> <laughs> when they're wet. But sure. so all those different levels of shock and then the extra protection of not wanting to touch another man's underwear. So that's like a good. Right. So that's how I would shower carry, which is not exactly in the shower. shower. Yeah, I, I've so. got right outside my shower door. It's a glass door you open and right next to it, it's like a little thing for towels and all that. And I always put my handgun like between a couple of towels. So when mm-hmm. I, if I if I have to, I just I can slam the door and at least get them to back up for a second. And as I'm opening the door, I can reach right there and have my gun. So it's, it's like literally a foot from the door. So, yeah, you know, it's not like I practice that. Or anything, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, the weird things, the weird things that gun guys think about. Exactly. You know? Yeah, some paranoid people, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Someone should come up with a like, you know, how American Gun Chick, which I think uh, Lola said we're getting American Gun Chick on Monday to come on here. Good. Um, Good for and, here. Yeah. Oh, wait. You <laughs> you have a thing going on? I forgot. Nah, I don't have a thing. Bad. I don't have a thing. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't like me, but uh, that's oh, there's a lot oh. of people that don't like me. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It's all good. Okay. I think I, I think I realize that now. <laughs> it's but all either good. way, either yeah. way, I know that American Gun Chick has that um I forgot what the, the tactical booby cover. Thing. Oh, the dust the dust cover, the bib. It's yeah. it's a bib. <laughs> yeah. Well, if she you know, they could this just to expand the line, this is just yeah. an idea. Just an yeah. idea. I'm putting it out there. Um a waterproof thing that goes around and then you can put your gun in while you're showering oh see that's an idea that's right i I got another one so what if we made a towel that had like a little pocket sewn on it so so you when you walk around with your towel on you've got like a built-in holster with your gun pocket i mean isn't that a robe isn't that what a robe is but but some people don't wear robes i'm just saying for the yeah i don't use it yes you could you could do a robe but yeah i think i had a robe once i don't know what the hell happened smoking jacket maybe i don't know yeah no yeah just you know good ideas good ideas out there someone should make a waterproof holster maybe yeah now that would be kind of cool i mean i think i mean kydex is waterproof isn't it i mean honestly it is it is but you i think you would want the whole gun to you know you know if if your gun is getting water i don't think there's anything wrong with your gun 
getting wet. But I think on a regular, you're going to be cleaning that thing all the time. Now, is your My Little Pony bag, is that waterproof? Because you can no, use that in the shower. No, that's definitely no. not. Okay. I, that's the one place I would if it was waterproof. Yeah. I would totally. If it was a, if it was something I could hang around my neck and it's like, a, you know. You ever saw that fake commercial for the shower caddy? You ever saw that? It's like a fake mm-hmm. commercial. No, for, I don't guess I did. For, for stupid ideas. It's this thing where this guy comes up with a stupid. I think it's a sh- is it a shower caddy or some kind of thing that you put around your neck and then you put things in it. Hmm. And it's a commercial for. Oh, yes, I did see that. That was actually hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think it's a commercial for uh, like if you want to uh, trademark or, or, or what is it called again? Uh, copyright or copyright, something. Yeah. An invention. So. Yeah, just ideas, man, like this. You know, people could be listening to this podcast and then just if you if you put any of our ideas out there and you make money. I just asked 20 percent. That's not a whole lot. OK, that's not bad. I was going to ask for less, but that sounds good. Well, I was say we, we could split a 20 percent. So we'll get 10 yeah, percent each. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Or buy me. I don't know. Buy me a jet. Yeah. A yacht okay. or something like that. You know? I will say this, Hank. I'm a little upset. Just a little right. bit upset. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw each other several times throughout the week at Shot Show, and not right. once did I see the My Little Pony bag. Just saying. Mm, the the yes, that was <laughs> the My Little Pony bag was in Las Vegas as people requested, but it didn't make it to the Shot Show floor. It did make it to the Shot Show oh, floor we're good. in one video. One video. Okay. All if right. anyone looks at the video that I did with the guys from Full Conceal, mm-hmm. it's in that video. And then I I didn't want to leave it with them, but the bag got left with them by accident. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah, accidentally. Accidentally left it in Vegas. Got left there. Yeah. So no more of that. Accidentally they, left a few dollars in Vegas. Unless they want to. <laughs> they actually liked it. Actually, I have a picture. If so no one, I have to put this up. Um, I haven't had a chance to really post a bunch of stuff. So this is an exclusive for the live viewers only. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've got to post this at some point, but I actually have one of the uh, partners over at Full Conceal. Where is this picture? Okay, let's see. Let's get a good, clear one. So I don't know if you guys could see this. Let's see. How do I? There we go. You see that bag that gentleman is holding? Oh, he's holding it. That is the My Little Pony bag. Just believe it. I know you can't see. It's a little it's a little bright this thing, but I'll post it. I'll post it up. Nice. So yeah. Let me see if I, if I zoom in there so that no one believes me and it's just the, uh, let's see. There it goes. Do you see it? You see the colors on it? Yeah, that's nice. That, and yeah. It matches his jeans. It, it just kind yeah, of, it, it fills the, the outfit. I mean, that's just perfect. Yeah. That makes every man sexy. Oh yeah. So <laughs> psycho <laughs> three sixteen says, did I say podcast three sixteen? Yeah. This is number three sixteen. John three sixteen for you yeah. uh, people out there that care. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's psycho three sixteen. He is psycho. What is what is John three sixteen? Uh, I want to say that's that uh, God loved the earth that He gave His only begotten Son. To anyone that trusts in Him should have eternal life. To this, I'm, I'm not a big religious guy, but that's paraphrasing something. Okay, good. I might good. burn in hell for not knowing it. Uh, yeah, word word. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we probably all burn in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. burning for a lot of different reasons. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all burning. Uh, the gun enthusiast is here. He said Hank Hefner. That was back. I think when we were talking about robes. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and then that there's been there's been a lot of chatter that we've missed while we got off on a tangent. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nico Ghost Gunner says the guys from Full Conceal will probably bring the Brony bag back next shot show. I hope so. I hope it's a thing. At least maybe breathe, they might breathe the NRA. You never know. Yeah. Um, traveling bag, you know. Right. And I think that um, they were asking me where I got it from, which I got it from uh, home, from not Home Depot. <laughs> that would be oh, Wow. Uh, Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. I got it from Walmart. So if anyone out there really wants one of those, you can totally get it. You know, you can totally get it from um, from Walmart if you want to. And then someone since I'm here in Florida, you're in Tennessee. I'm in Arkansas. Arkansas. I'm in AR Kansas. Oh, then it's cold. How cold is it over there? It's been like 20 the last few. It warmed up today to about 36. So oh, okay. That's warm. Got a heat that's wave, hot. you know? Yeah, that's hot. Some people are in negative 20. Yeah, we never got, we were down to like the teens and 20s the last few days, but we never got down to like Chicago where it was like negative something. That's crazy. Oh, let me see. Should I check to see what the temperature here is in Florida? Or is that? I, I don't even want to know. It's probably like is 74 it, degrees. Is it offensive to people if I check the weather <laughs> in Florida right now and see? It's going to be cold. Oh, man, it is cold. It's 52 degrees. Woo, better get the igloos out. Jeez, wow, yeah, that's, you know, I mean, I like it to at least be like 60. Yeah, you might have to turn the air conditioning off for the first time in this sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so in Florida, uh, so let's see who said this. Uh, David Serpa says, no more common core in Florida. And then someone, and then Scamp 900 says, what is common core? So I think the, the governor of Florida, um, he, he did an executive order or something to delete common core. So uh, that's Governor DeSantis and the Common Core is like a standardized Ugh. thing that all, you know, I think we have that all all over the country in, yeah. in called every, everyone probably calls it something different. Yeah. So if you look it up, the Common Core State Standards Initiative is, is an educational initiative from 2010 that details what K to 12 students throughout the United States should know in English language, arts and mathematics. At the conclusion of each grade. Yeah, the, the problem with it is, is, and I can't speak for everywhere, but locally I can tell you that there are a lot of people that will say teachers teach to this test, and they're not really teaching anything else as long as they teach the stuff that's going to be on this test so that their numbers are good and all of that. But it, it comes down to, you know, you're not pushing students to want to get better. You're, you're teaching them. So it's just say tests. Yeah, you're just exactly. teaching. Yeah, you're just teaching them to be able to pass tests, which allows the school systems, teachers, and other people to rig those tests. You know, either rig them, which we've caught people just outright rigging it, right. or only teaching the kids to pass those tests, and then not really dealing um, directly with 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 the kids and other things that may be more important to teach kids. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah. It's hard to sit there and say that it's a bad thing, but I think ultimately it is because you're not only teaching them how to just take tests, but you're almost teaching to the lower half of the class. And so the people that might be bored, and you wonder why kids are bored with school because they're really not learning anything. They're just sitting right. there being preached to. That's not helping yeah. anybody. Yeah, I think we need to give teachers a lot more leeway in um, these things. I think that around the country, there's maybe different things that people would want to teach students in school. 
Obviously, we want them to learn common things, but I don't know what was wrong with the old math. Did the old math somehow ruin the world? (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Really? I don't know. I mean, I think sometimes the government thinks that there needs to be initiatives just to have initiatives. And this was one, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I think it's silly. I think you need to. I think you need to. First of all, um, there's there's different ways. I think there's basically there's basic things all kids need to learn. Then there's things they need to learn because of where they are, which I think is important. Right. And then there's things that they're maybe interested in or things that we want to figure out, like, hey, are there kids who are into engineering, you know, or this thing or that thing so we can help them go in those directions. But we we want to be more flexible when we're teaching children, even as time goes on. We don't want to graduate these kids and, oh, they, you know, because they pass this test, then they have this basic thing, but they they don't know how to understand anything in the world or or. you know, how to figure things out for themselves. Yeah. And I, and I think a lot of it also is my, my daughter's 21 and she graduated high school, you know, four years ago. And so I'm not too far removed from all of that. But my biggest issue is what they're teaching. They're, they're, they're basically scanning over, especially in history class, they're basically just scanning over history and not going in depth because, you know, well, let's just talk about the Constitution. They'll sit there and say, all right, you need to memorize the first 10, you know, the Bill of Rights, the first 10 amendments to the Constitution. But they don't go in depth of what each one of those Bill of Rights actually mean and why they were put in the Constitution. So you have these kids will sit there. Well, I know what the Bill of Rights are, you know, but I don't know what they mean. Well, isn't it more important to find out what they actually mean instead of just what they are? Because anyone can memorize, you know, 10 amendments. But let's please teach them what why these amendments are so important to who we are as Americans. I agree with you. And they should have that discussion. Looks like Joe's joining us. What's up, Joe? Hey, sorry about being late, guys. I was oh, no, that's cool. Work today. That's cool. Uh, can we see you? You got to do jazz hands. Yeah, you got you got to bring it, man. Yeah, we got to see bring jazz. It. We got we want a special <laughs> jazz hands. It looks like you got like stars on your on your. Well, I do. Say. I do. Here, here. Yeah. Let me let me fix my chair since we're set up for the webcam. Is this here a special? Is this a special uh, hoodie that you're rocking? Uh, it is. It is the uh, George Washington HQ flag uh, hoodie from 1776 United. Oh, cool. It, it looks cool. like he's also rocking a tactical walls thing behind him. Yeah, I am. The, Shout out uh, to my buddies, Chris and Miley from Tactical Walls, man. Those are good mm-hmm. people. That's a great product right there. They are. That thing is uh, full, four years old now. I free floated it. I, there's no uh, there's no clamps on the top there. So not recommended to free float it. But as you can see, <laughs> I did. It's a great <laughs> display piece. There's been no, yeah, and there's been no issues with it since. Um, you know, I, 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 love it. I love it. I've got also got the mirror, um, the uh, rifle length mirror, and they are awesome products. I love them. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I had them and I still have them, but I just got to put them back up. So, you know, I mean, yeah, they're, they're really good people. I like them. It's one of those projects I need to get around to. Yes, they are cool. They are very good stuff. Originals and made in the USA. Unlike that knockoff that came out a year or two ago using cheap woods, cheap materials, and just those douchebags over there, that company we won't mention. Okay. <laughs> no, it's company no, that shall not be spoken. Right? Yeah. I, I I don't know. It's just it's it's unfortunate that companies. I mean, I don't. know. I guess it's really hard to trademark 
something like that because I talked to Chris about that, and um, yeah, you know, and that sucks. I mean, they've been doing it before; they they do it right, and it just really sucks to see somebody just. It's the same thing that happened with Keybar uh, and that stupid uh, uh, smart key or whatever the hell it is. Um, you know, they just they they flat out ripped him off, and you know, just because the way some of the trademark laws are and patents and stuff, they tweaked one tiny little thing, even though they look freaking identical, damn near. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you got them selling. Again, not that I have anything against China, uh, but um, you know, you, you have a, a company making stuff here in the U.S. Yeah, it costs a little more for Keybar, but it's 100% U.S. made, U.S. workers, U.S. materials, 100%. And uh, you know, you have a company that come in, comes in, and undercuts and by 10, 15%, and everything's outsourced out of China. That's just, I don't know, that's uncool. Yeah, sorry, that's that's my rant. That's a whole lot of pent up anger over some other things that we won't talk <laughs> no, about. No, no, I understand. Job I understand. Just, just dumped. It's, no, it's, it's we are here long, to help you. We are. It's here been a long day. We are here to help. Kick you. the I'll, feet up, Joe, and just you know have a drink and let's sing Kumbaya, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the folks are here. They were here to help you. We we can yeah. listen to your things. We were just talking about um, the governor, Governor DeSantis here in Florida. He's reversing lots of things. Here, I'll read this. This is from Fox News. Florida Governor DeSantis signs executive order scrapping Common Core. That's what we were yes. discussing. Thank and, God. Yeah, and another reversal of former Governor Rick Scott. Evil man, evil man. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Rick Scott. Uh, DeSantis ordered like all his like for example the gun control laws he put into effect he signed that should all be reversed but um, so uh, DeSantis executive order directs educational commissioner Richard uh, Corcoran to develop a roadmap for a new way to educate the Sunshine State students Um, yeah yes and hell yes in America they should get rid of it I agree 100% yeah yeah, I think you know what DeSantis is doing good so far, man. I, you know, I, I don't care a lot from Florida except for you know you and and, and some Kevin uh, and some some buddies of mine that live in Florida. I hear some stuff, but mm-hmm. it sounds like he's not afraid to come in and kick some doors down, which is, I guess is what you need. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff here that needs to be reversed. Now, I'm not going to say that Scott was a hundred percent horrible, but he left. He left with a really, really, really bad, you know, he's like that guy that was living in your house, renting your house from you. And then when he moves out, he puts holes in the walls and, you know, shits on the carpet and does all that kind of stuff. Cause he left us with gun control yeah. and, and then went off to the Senate. Yeah. See, you know, Clover out there, he's trying to start a fight. He's saying that we need the metric system. Shut your mouth. I don't have time to learn another, you know, system of <laughs> measuring. Because <laughs> he will be taller. He'll be taller. Than he, he's he's going to sound taller. You know? yeah. Yeah. How, how, many, how many people has the metric system put on the moon? Ah, well, uh, probably, well probably, the sa- probably the same uh, same amount as the uh, as any other system. Zero. But hey, ooh, shots fired. Ooh, wow. Maybe. Hey, I don't know. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Moon landing comes up every time. <laughs> okay. Um, so do the Chinese have the metric system? I don't know. Because they I, didn't. They, just I, land on the moon? they have abacuses, right? Do they? Yeah, they might. You know, they, they may be way ahead of us. They haven't been doing that common core nonsense. That's right. for sure. I can guarantee you that. I guarantee you know. that. Yeah, we need to go back to the old ways. Like I came to America um, in, let me see. I first came to visit America in 1980 um, for the first time, but we came to live in America in 1983. 
And, um, you know, I don't think I'm not going to say my education was awesome, but every year for me, I noticed that education got worse and worse, you know. So and and even when I look back, like when I talk to my kids, you know, they uh, they're both out of high school and in college. But there's a whole bunch of books they didn't read and all that right. kind of stuff, you know, and, and the, the teachers used. I think that my teachers in the 80s were liberal, but they wanted us to rebel. But it seems to me like in the last, I don't know, since the early zeros or whatever, if not before that, what we're trying to do is just make zombies. Yeah. I graduated high school in 93. And I know that my school, it pushed us to to learn and to expand and to question, not in a, a rebellious way, but question, always question, because questions end up having great dialogue and conversations. And it's like you said, now, especially in college, a lot of these professors aren't teaching anything except for you must buy my book because that's the required reading for this class. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't need your book. I want you to teach me something that I can use in my life. And they don't do that anymore. My daughter's, you know, getting ready to graduate college. And she's like, it's a piece of paper at this point. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I partied for four years or I did this for four years. They gave me a piece of paper and I haven't got anything out of it except for debt. You know, I got mm-hmm. debt out of it. Yeah, I think you have to be. Re- I don't think that college is necessarily for everyone. No, it's um, not. if you know what you want to do, if you know what you want to do in life, you could probably go after it and get it done. I think if you don't know what you want to do and you get out of high school, you don't really know what you want to do. It's 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 an option. Some people might it might be a better option for them to go into the military. Some people might be a better option for this for them to go work at, for anyone, grocery store, McDonald's, or whatever. Suffer a little bit and go. Oh, I might I might want to get my act together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I graduated from everyone. the University of the Marine Corps, so you know, simple fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had a really Absolutely. cool fraternity. <laughs> my pledge, I can imagine. My, my pledging was a little probably a little bit different than they were at, in uh, university fraternities. Yeah. Uh, Reality, bro. I can 100% imagine that. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. So that's one thing. Uh, What's going on with you, Joe? Since you're, you know, what's, what's got you, what's got you, uh, you know, hot, all hot and bothered. First Um, question all, do you, do you shower carry? That's a big topic tonight. Oh yeah. Good question. Answer that first. (laughs) Do I shower carry? Well, that, that is a, that is a, is that a personal that a question? Loaded that, question. A per, that is a personal and loaded question. What I would direct you to is my Instagram page. Uh, you know, there, there, there have been photos in there of, of guns and soap and rubber duckies. And oh that's my. all I'm going to say. I'll just oh leave my. it There's that. been photos maker. in there of, of rubber duckies. Well, on soap. Instagram, there are photos oh. of guns with soap and rubber duckies um you know so you can draw your own inferences if i am or not fully prepared for any instance in the shower yeah we have to there's, there's someone out there that wants to see video i'm not saying it's me i'm not <laughs> hey you know what <laughs> i i i i I, ha- I do not have a Patreon, but if, if that's if that if that's what it's going to take to uh, to make that happen, well, who knows? Maybe maybe that'll be the uh, extra yeah. extra footage on the. Uh, how how low would it have, would it be? For, how low would I think before for, uh, for gun guys? How much are the gun guys suffering? <laughs> Did they have to uh, start doing <laughs> shower picks? <laughs> right. 
Oh boy. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't judge. What, uh, it could happen. Give the people what, give the people what they want. I don't judge. Okay. Um, all right. Hot, <laughs> uh, hot new stuff. Cause we were talking about shot show too, right? Yeah. So, um, Hank, you went into the booth and you saw the, uh, not the reformation, but the new one, the, uh, the, 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 the Franklin, um, um, valid digital action. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, Valedictorian, yeah. Uh, I remember what Providence it is. Providence or something, or yeah, no, Providence. No. Yeah, that's Providence. it. Providence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not they, a huge fan of the names, the naming of things. No. Please, no. if you're going to name something, please create a name that we yeah. could remember. Mm-hmm. But yes, I did see it. Yes. Yeah. So that um, there's actually some innovation there. That's actually kind of neat. I, I think that's kind of cool. I'm, I'm I'm not saying it's got a huge application, but it is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, especially something like 300 blackout. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that, that's at least something that whether or not you like it or you're into that, it's at least something that's kind of new. It's 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 thinking outside, you know, somewhat outside of the box, right? There's something at least going on there that makes me happy. Um, yeah, I think so. I think that was okay. cool. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I mean, 99% and I was only on the ground for about 30 hours. So I mean, 99% of the stuff I saw was just, um, you know, caliber changes or aesthetics, tweaks, yeah. aesthetics, right? There wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of any real substance, uh, necessarily this year that I saw. And it's, it's, it's not to say that I didn't miss something, but you know, there, there were some different stuff. There was, uh, uh, what, one of the, um, the one-handed instructor, um, uh, took me or directed me to a booth where uh, they had a different system for changing out uh, barrels, which was kind of neat. They use like a ball bearing system instead of like, you know, like the Warlock, which is, which I, I've always found the Warlock hinky. And one of the ones they gave me to check out and test out when I was standing in front of there with them, I actually wanted to break it, breaking the latch on. And I'm okay. not like, a, I'm not like, <laughs> right. Uh, but, but this thing, and I can't remember what the hell the name of it was. Um, this thing was kind of neat. It was different. Um, not like super innovative or anything, but you know, it uses like a, what's that quick disconnect on like an air hose you know how you have that little pole thing what, what god what is that called yeah it's a little ball ball yeah, it's like thing. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the ball bearing quick quick disconnect thing for yeah. like any air hoses stuff like that it uses that concept i mean how it's going to return to zero other stuff i don't know but i thought it was kind of while neat it wasn't like it's not a variation of something that's already been done before so um okay. something that did catch my eye uh faxon has their new help up which I mean, it's just them working with Polymer 80 to machine and do the hell out of a, out of a Polymer 80 Gen 3 uh, oh, block that, with their own slide and stuff. But okay, that looks, those are the pistols. Yeah, that they look really good. And considering all the machining work and everything that's done to them, the MSRP they're they're talking about uh, is kind of neat because you know if you're going to send off a gun for custom, you know, custom tritium night sights with slide cuts, RMR cuts, undercuts, stippling, you know, the whole the whole nine you're going to run up in money. I know. Cause I mean, I, I wait, I don't have it here. Sorry. I just, I, I literally just got home. So I've got my Chicago carry on me right now. Uh, I don't have my, uh, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't have my, I've, 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 I've got my small, um, uh, what's your Chicago tool. carry like a picture of Rahm Emanuel it's or? right there that's my <laughs> Chicago carry right there so so in the uh, so in the vehicle um, since I have an Indiana license to carry under the current laws there I can carry in the vehicle uh, but I can't technically I'm not allowed to get out of the vehicle unless I'm taking it out to like lock it in the trunk or something so um, so this winds up getting locked in the car uh, quite a bit so I would cry a lot less for a uh, M and P shield, uh, if somebody snatched it and, you know, 
cut the bolt or whatever to uh, get this thing out uh, as opposed to some of my other firearms. Uh, now, is that just Cook County, Joe, or is that the entire that, state of Illinois? That's the entire state of Illinois. Oh, so wow. un, under the current thing, uh, like I cannot, even if even if I wanted to, I cannot get a uh, Illinois non-resident license because of the way the current law has been interpreted by Illinois State Police. So I, I am safe being in the car with it loaded on me in the glove box, wherever, uh, but I can't get out of the car other than to secure it. It's the only wow. way I can get out of the car. with. So it's got to stay in the car. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. By the way, people are saying coupler is the answer to your question. Quist, uh, quick disconnect. Oh, yeah. Quick dis yeah, quick disconnect coupler, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I don't know the exact technical term, but I might have their card here. Now, my- would you know if you carry like a Captain America shield in your car and get it stolen, would, would that make you upset as well? Uh, I do not have a Captain America shield, oh, but if I they did, had them at Shot Show. <laughs> I I missed those. That would actually they had be a shield cool. and they had Thor's hammer. It was pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Leo Takedown was the name of that thing. And anyway, I have no idea. This is the first time I ran into it, so I thought it was kind of yeah. neat. Um, what else did I see? I saw I saw a newer. Uh, I don't even remember. I, honestly, there was, wasn't a whole lot to write home about. Okay. Understood. That's a cool thing that happened to me was on Sunday at the Interry shoot. Um, I got to spend about an hour, over an hour, with Charlie Melton, who oh, wow. um, obviously a Navy SEAL, world record holder at 5,000 yards, and someone broke it not too long ago. So he's going to go out in, in Utah in April and take a shot from 6,000 yards with a new caliber. It's the 408 Tejas that he's helped design. And I was at, I was talking to him about it. I was like, oh, man, that'd be awesome. You know, and he goes, do you want to see the gun? We're like, well, hell yeah. So he goes back into the trailer, pulls his rifle, this rifle out and puts it down. And there's about four or five of us sitting around there. He's only shot it like eight times. And so we got to shoot this rifle. And it was unbelievable to sit there and know that I just shot a rifle, that that exact rifle in a few months is going to shoot it six thousand yards three and a half miles wow which is pretty cool it was awesome man and the yeah. kick was like nothing like less than a 308 it was unbelievable wow that is cool that is cool what what round was it again 408 tejas 408 tejas <laughs> it should be out in the market apparently sometime soon but uh it was it was pretty cool it was pretty awesome okay interesting i came my revolver and single action says breaking news breaking yep. news Border officials announced the largest fentanyl bust in history. We were, we are going to talk about that. Yep. Um, do you want to just get into it now? We should sure. jump into that. Let me see. I'm going to try to throw up a link here so that um, so that Joe can see it. I'll throw it up here in the chat, and I'll throw it up so the folks out there can see it as well. Um, Joe, you would probably be the easiest one of us to explain what the hairy heck fentanyl is. Sure. Uh, fentanyl is a drug mostly used in anesthesia. Hold on. Oh, this stupid thing's playing music now. Sorry about that. I clicked on the link and the video oh, starts. Yeah, we don't hear it. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, fentanyl is, um, is usually a drug uh, given by anesthesiologists, um, in the OR. And then also you can use it in small doses like, uh, transdermal patches and stuff like that to relieve pain. Um, it's very, very powerful. Um, and it doesn't take a whole lot to overdose on it. Uh, it'll stop your breathing pretty quick uh, as well yeah. if you get too much of it. So it's nasty stuff. it is 
It's it killed is, some people, right? It is. It is <clears throat> great, amazing stuff when used properly, and it is nothing to mess with if you don't know what you're doing. Now, okay. Alex, or, you're, or you're just, just it's just synthetic. Is it synthetic? Uh, all all fentanyl. Technically, all fentanyl would be synthetic. Okay. Um, yeah. But I, I I don't know exactly how they're making or bringing it in. From what I understand, they are cranking this stuff out in China allegedly. Um, and then just selling it to fake shell companies, be it in Mexico or wherever, to get it exported and out. And then uh, once it once it that way, it can clear uh, China uh, because China actually does technically have rules and laws about exporting it. Whereas it's just brought in under the radar in Mexico, they're actually trying to stop its sale in China allegedly. But you know, mm-hmm. I mean, how how hard is it to get a you know, a fake thing in Mexico to export it and boom, it's gone. Yeah. So here's the uh, news. You guys can find this all over the internet right now. The headline is fentanyl seized by border patrol and record bust could have killed 57 million officials say. So a Mexican national was arrested by U.S. Customs and Border Patrol agents on Saturday with enough fentanyl to kill 57 million Americans, according to an internal memo first reported on Wednesday on Tucker Carlson tonight. Um, the suspect, who wasn't named, allegedly was found in possession of over 114 kilograms of fentanyl, <laughs> one kilogram of fentanyl pills, and 179 kilograms of methamphetamine and a tractor trailer. See, look, first of all, nobody needs a tractor trailer that big. <laughs> all right. There's our problem. You know, if we could license tractor trailers, maybe have some kind of registration uh, <laughs> and then, you know, maybe a yearly competency test for the drivers, we could avoid this sort of thing. The only uh, tractor trailer that size is if it's filled with ammo. That's it. That's the only yeah, that's one that I'll that, that, yeah. That's the only exemption. Uh, good God, that's a lot. Yeah, that's about 254 pounds. Of the deadly synthetic opioid. I said it was enough to kill up to 57 million people, potentially. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and obviously people would have to, 57 million people would have to ingest this, right? I mean, some way, right? I mean, right. You, you know, one of the things I've always wondered is, I mean, theoretically, depending on what where you inject certain things into water supplies and stuff, why has, I mean, if you're... I don't know. It's it's just bizarre. I mean, it dilutes yeah. too. It, it Jay, dilutes too. It's water soluble. It's going to dilute too quickly. But it's just, yeah. I, so, I hate the things where they're like, oh, it'll kill fifty-seven million people. I mean, that's like, you know, are there fifty-seven million illegal, uh, you know, fentanyl and heroin users in the United States? I mean, are, are they are, are they honestly trying to say that twenty percent of the population? Is yeah. going to go out there and OD tomorrow. And I had forgotten that that's what they said was, uh, was the demise of Prince was fentanyl. I forgot about that. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think, no, I don't think that people, but the problem that they have been having, correct me if I'm wrong here, um, there are people taking fentanyl and lots of other drugs, right? People are doing that for sure. Oh, yeah. But what's happening is people, especially kids, coming into contact with this stuff, which can be absorbed through the skin. They mm-hmm. don't know what it is. They come into contact with it. They absorb it. And boom, it has an effect on them. And, mm-hmm. you know, people have to figure out later what exactly did they touch? You know, so uh, Jake uh, Delholm says it's a, and I think he's being sarcastic because he's doing quotes. It's a manufactured crisis. But um, you I know, see what he did there. It's a manufactured crisis. 
Yeah. Huh? Huh? Um, huh? But I, I think like obviously well Fox News, Fox News is trying to like, you know, be real dramatic if it bleeds, it leads kind of thing with it. But, you know, it's it's serious to think that there's that much of this stuff. If they captured one person doing that, think of how many other people slip through. And this stuff is going out into into the world, into America specifically, other places, obviously. And there's no controls over it, so it can't. People can come across it. Your kids might pick up something with it somewhere. You might touch something and have a reaction, and you don't know. I could tell you guys that I have. Um, I can't take painkillers. I have very bad reactions to uh, painkillers. So, you know, I try not to take them just because I, I I don't like medicine or pills to begin with. So I try mm-hmm. not to do much of anything if I don't have to. Yeah. So, you know, I think that um, it's interesting. Lots of stuff is coming into the country. Um, You know, I guess that's one of the arguments that we need to control the border. There's lots of arguments for that, right? Uh, Jake says they actually make fentanyl lollipops. Wow. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. Yeah. Gary. Okay. That's insane. So... Wow. Uh, I mean, there's some crazy stuff. I remember when I was growing up, you could drink, you could smoke a little weed, you know, a little bit of this, that, and the other. But now, like, my daughter is 21, and I'm terrified because there's so many things that our people are able to come up with in concoctions that it takes a second to put something in someone's drink, and you never know because, I mean, it's just it's amazing what people are doing. And I hear about these prescription pill parties where all you got to do is bring a bottle of pills from home. They throw all these pills into a bowl and you start grabbing pills. We don't know what's in there. That's That's scary, dude. That is scary. What happened to the days when kids just smoke weed? Exactly. Back 40s. Exactly. I don't know where those days went. Yeah. Common core. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Common core, it, it, and it's probably. I mean, I'm, I'm not an advocate for, for drug use of any kind, uh, except for alcohol. Um, you know, in moderation, of course. But uh, (laughs) bourbon and irony, medicinal bourbon. Um, but that said, um, you know, I, I, I think, and I'd really like to see some more data as it continues to come out, where all these states that are legalizing marijuana, you wind up seeing it. We know for sure we've already seen decrease in opioid use in states where uh, where they've legalized at least medical marijuana. Um, so we do know it affects it. It has a positive impact on the amount of opioid use. Yeah. Um, as far as the rest of it, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I hear stories all the time of people being like, "Oh, you want to legalize heroin?" I'm like, well, if I if we legalize heroin, are you going to go out and do it tomorrow? How many people do you know that would start doing heroin if right. it was legal tomorrow? Yeah. People who, who, who are going to do it are already doing it. Yeah. The rest of the, the rest. I'm going to avoid all drugs at all costs, man. So. Right. But every, everyone's different on that. So there's some yeah. people out there that are just going to go and party, you know, till they drop. And, and the rest of us are just going to go about our business. Those people are going to do it anyway. They're already doing it. Yeah, they're already it. doing so, it. Yeah. So th- that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm a big proponent of legalizing it, not just for some of the effects to help to help uh, veterans with PTSD, which, mm-hmm. I mean, the studies on that are are irreproachable at this point. There's uh, all the countries that have done it, especially all the work out of Canada that's done it. Um, it's just yeah. it's just huge. Um and and then anecdotally, all the, all the benefits um, as far as decreased op- op- opioid use. I mean, I was uh, back before I injured my shoulder. I was a firefighter and EMT, 
And I can tell you, never once did I have anyone die from marijuana. Never once did I had anyone who who had who, who had smoked or eaten an edible or anything ever attack me. Uh, right? Um, the amount of people from other drugs and alcohol that would just go nuts on you in the back of the ambulance or attack you or just just because they were so zonked out, not necessarily because you know it was me. It was just you know it, it was insane. So. I say legalize it, and I, I think hopefully we're going to see the rest of that. I think that'll alleviate a lot, and it'll take take huge pressure off the border as well. Um, well, you're also talking about tax revenue. I mean, sure. how much money in taxes would be able to be raised to take care of other projects? But also, once you start legalizing stuff, and it's uh, you know the, the government has is no longer a controlled substance, um, you can start doing a lot more. You get a lot more funding for research and actually mm-hmm. dive into what the research is because they're not going to be afraid of of touching this stuff because it's banned. But if you legalize it, there'll be a lot more research and get the benefits and the the downside to all this stuff as well. Yeah, Man. I think there's a lot we have. First of all, we have too many laws. Yeah, very true. That's one of the problems. And we're criminalizing things and putting people in jail and taking away people's rights for really stupid ass reasons. There's a lot of stuff that just should not be illegal. You know, so um, you know, I like got- Ray. I like Ray. He says four drunk guys start a fight, four stone guys start a band. I like that. <laughs> I like yeah. That. Uh, before I forget this, Alex uh, Capiza says the real issue with it, talking about fentanyl, isn't the use of the fentanyl. It's the heroin that is being cut with it and no one knows about it. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. So, so, so what? So what he's talking about there is you can you can substitute part of the dose of heroin that you were going to get with fentanyl to get a same or similar or better high, better high, if, if that's even possible with heroin. Um, because once you've done it once, everything after that is just all downhill. I do not know, but from the ton of people that I've spoken with, either addicts or recovering addicts or people that I had to treat and deal with in one way or another, uh, be it with the fire department or later, I was a clinician for uh, about yeah. a dozen years. Um, it, 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 only the first time is it ever possibly maybe good. And after that, you're just chasing, you know, they call it chasing a dragon, whatever you want to call it, but you, right. you'll never mm-hmm. get it again. I, I can never hearing it and describing it. I can never imagine why anyone would want to do that. It just, that does not seem like a good time to me. You can listen to some of the benefits of some other or, or you know, perceived highs or whatever and mm-hmm. think, Oh, well, you know, whatever. But I, there is nothing about that that seems fun to well, me well let me ask you this joe because I, I i don't know much about all and, this and stuff I'm, I'm, I'm not an expert by any means yeah i was gonna say i don't know anything my... about drugs or like uh right in, in terms of of taking drugs and stuff like that it's always been a thing to me that i've avoided i don't even honestly i i'll drink a beer or something like that or maybe a glass of wine every now and then had a glass with lola last night since it was his, her birthday but i mean usually those things put me to sleep they put me in. I, I like to have my mind active and, you know, be the way that I am right now. Right. Just jumping around doing things. I need the energy. <laughs> yeah. So. so if there is this much of this fentanyl seized, there's obviously that much, I would imagine, you know, demand in America for it. So is this I mean, I, I guess it, has this been around for a long time because I've just been hearing about this basically since Prince died. But I don't I've never heard of this stuff really. But obviously this amount has been brought in. So there must be a demand for it, correct? Yeah, well well you know, p- part of this is brought on by society. So there was a you remember the whole Rush Limbaugh thing, painkillers and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, the stuff that he was on. And I'm only pointing that out to say that that was kind of what really woke up part of the medical community. There there's this whole 
um, uh, side gig for anesthesiologists set up of pain, pain clinics, pain management. And a lot of addicts realized they could get in on this and they duped a lot of doctors and writing, into writing a lot of prescriptions they probably shouldn't have. At the same time, there are people who may have been pre, more predisposed to addiction than others that got on certain pain-killing medications, um, narcotics. And then when all this got tapered out and weeded out and they started really being a lot more diligent on what they wrote, how long they wrote, and for and, and to who, because um, they were starting to get cracks down from the DEA saying, hey, you're writing too many. Now – who, you know, you've got a pencil pusher at the DEA telling telling doctors what they can and can't do. I, I have a problem with that. Uh, at the same time, that re- that created the opposite backlash where you have, uh, you know, millions, tens of millions, theoretically, of law-abiding citizens that are in chronic pain for one thing or another that medical marijuana could have taken care of for, for some of these people, right, depending on the severity. Well, now you have these people that are cut off from their narcotics. And they're told to go back to things like a leave or whatever the case may be, right? I mean, it, and there are other, uh, there are some other uh, non-narcotics as well. I've taken some for my shoulder in the past when I've aggravated it, and they do for me. They do nothing. Um, I, I would much rather just take, you know, some some ibuprofen <laughs> uh, than 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 some of the crap they've prescribed to me over the years. Um, uh, but uh, so you have these people that are law-abiding citizens that now are trying to figure out, well, how am I going to treat and deal this pain? They've been on these different narcotics for, in some cases, years. Um, so these aren't, you know, like your typical run of the mill, you know, pe- these are people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s who need this to function, you know, mm-hmm. to, to not be in debilitating pain. Yeah. And, um, and lots and of people, and, lots yeah, of people. Lot, lot, lots of people. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and these, these, again, these are not, you know, your typical criminals. These have regular jobs or grandparents, you know, grandmothers. They're, they're not, they're not in any way bad people. Um, and now they're left strung out to dry. They're in, they're in horrible pain. And what do they do? So they start turning to different, you know, trying to get the drugs that they used to get on the black market. Um, yeah. And, and that's just, and then that's created this whole yeah. subculture of, 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 you know, yet another subset of the black market and drug trade. Yeah, it created and, a demand, and of course, Mexico's like, yeah. boom, we could fill that. Yeah, and 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 they they filled it overnight. So you now now you have all these poor people that are doing it, and it it it's sad. It really is. It's sad. It's tragic because a lot of this problem was created, and now it's just like, oh well, boom, you know, sorry. Um, and again, that's it's it's government. I'm generally I'm not a fan of the government. I want as few laws as possible, and damn near every problem in this country has been created by government. They're the ones who have set into motion the different things that have put us to where we are. And they're, they're the problem masquerading as a solution. Because they are trying to tweak everything. And it's a schizophrenic way of tweeting it that is connected to who's in the White House, who controls Congress. That's bullshit. <laughs> you know, we just need like, mm-hmm. like laws laid out to be, we first of all need few laws. We need them simple. And then we need them to get the hell out of the way of everything. If people are in pain, they need to be treated for that pain. Otherwise, mm-hmm. people are going to do other things to lash out to deal with their pain. Right. And yeah. And, and, if, and if you haven't been in some of this chronic pain, it is really hard. I mean, I, I, I'm not taking anything at the moment. Mm-hmm. And as I start on my next gig to try and start exercising again and getting back in shape for my last injury, um, it's just an aggravating problem that never goes away in my shoulder. And if, if I don't exercise, I get I, I can't gain weight. I can't, uh, you know, I, it, I need that to be healthy. And at the same time, 
if I push too hard, I aggravate my shoulder. But if you, when I, when I injured this like six years ago, um, oh my God, the, the, it's, you cannot function. You cannot think straight. It is, it is, it's hard to describe if you have never been in that kind of pain 24 hours mm-hmm. a day. It's, mm-hmm. it's absolutely debilitating. Um, yeah. It, it, I think I understand. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so for the people out there, because I see some folks commenting and one of the reasons I'm mentioning is I see some folks commenting uh, in the chat that say, you know, they've, they've been on, they've been on opioids for 10 years for chronic pain and it sucks and mm-hmm. it's awful. Um, I can't imagine, you know, I, I, the most I've ever had to be been on is about uh, three months, but um, when I was able to wean myself off, switch to other non-narcotics and, and get back on the path, but it, it is awful. And if you get on it for that long, there's start resistances, uh, tolerances start building up. There's all kinds of, uh, issues with, uh, well, we won't get into the bowel movements and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's not a fun place to be. And, and I really feel for the folks who are out there for that. Um, it really, it really sucks. Um, yeah, I think the whole, I think living life is pain. Uh, and I'm not saying that people should deal with it. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Just like, you no, know, no, no, deal no. with it. I've had, I've, I have Crohn's disease and, and my Crohn's okay. is not super active right now. And that's not, I'm not saying that's not the, that's not the worst thing in the world, but uh, when it was active, it was pretty freaking painful. You know, mm-hmm. I can describe it as arthritis in your stomach, in your intestines, Holy which cow. is not fun. That doesn't sound fun at all. No. So yeah. I, I think I understand that. And, and we've got to find, we, we, I think we have ways of dealing with all these things. It's just so many things that get in the way of this, right? So many ways the government, the systems that the government setting up out there makes all these things complicated. And then we're creating um, outside industries that are doing things. I saw someone else say, yeah, they caught this truck, right? Then imagine how many other trucks, imagine how many other things That's are coming cool. in and out. Why is there a need for that when, you know, all these things could be dealt with pretty simply and we could deal with people individually. It's just like the whole thing we were talking about with with uh, with Common Core in school. Why are we dealing with everything and everyone like it's one thing? Like we're all the same. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's cookie cutters, just like they try and do with Common Core or anything else. I mean, since we brought that up earlier, it's they want... Everything has to fit the exact same mold. They want a a structured society where everybody fits into this mold. You're just smart enough to operate the machines, and you're not smart enough to think for yourself. And mm-hmm. that, that, that's been a classic tactic that we've seen play out. And I hate to say it, but every, the more that we see over these, especially the information that's coming out of the past couple of months, as it turns out, McCarthy might have been right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Mike, you know, Mike has a great point out there. He says they're just trying to keep you drugged up or dependent on meds, and it's an agenda sure. to keep money circulating in the system. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's there's some truth to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a complicated thing to solve. There are people in pain that needs to be dealt with, mm-hmm. and I think there are ways to deal with that. And it's individual for everyone. Like for me, I found with Crohn's that it's it's based on what I eat. So if you realize that it's based on what you eat, you avoid that. It's also based on uh, stress. So you got to try to avoid that also as much as you can. You know, stress is is an impossible thing to avoid 100 percent. But there's like everyone, you know, there's mostly nowadays when you go to a hospital, it's just like a school. They treat they they treat you like this thing that you have. Everyone has that same exact thing. So we're going to treat it. You're not an individual. You know, and they're not looking at individual ways of dealing with you. Now, better hospitals, more expensive and whatever, whatever it is, they deal with everyone as an individual. There's a whole bunch of genetic things. You know, you're predisposed to stuff or whatever it is, the way that your body deals with it versus someone else. 
We just don't have that. We just have like a lot of people just uh, throwing drugs or antibiotics at things. And then we just have the government just out there going, this is illegal, but this is totally illegal. This is fine. This is terrible. You could do. We were talking about this yesterday. They're trying to put like third trimester abortions. (laughs) Right. Into effect. So literally right before you are born, you could be aborted. But then they're like, oh, we got to do something about all these kids that are getting killed by guns. we got to get rid of all the guns. Yeah. Makes like those those two concepts make no damn sense. Well, when you start looking at it from this from from two different perspectives, you look at it from the one perspective that not a lot of these things people do. Some of these folks do make any sense at all. And then there's the other side of it where. You, you look at the way uh, abortions disproportionately affect certain races, mm-hmm. right? So, um, what is it? Seventy some odd percent of abortions are are from black people, right? Um, uh, and yeah, we would have to pull from, up the stats. I'm not right. it, it, sure it, what it, it is. It, right. it, 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 it's a massive discrepancy. It, mm-hmm. It's it's massively uh, discrepancy. So you look at some of these things. Just like you know, I've had a lot of discussions recently. Um, uh, with with a lot of folks, including I, I didn't catch him the other night, but Kevin Dixie was on your thing. You know, the whole gun control is racist thing. Um, I've been saying that for years and there's people saying a lot longer than I have. Mm-hmm. But you look at a lot of these things that stem from that. Quite honestly, uh, when you when you look at where abortions were pushed initially, where they went initially, it's not like dirty dancing, right? <laughs> it's not like that. All right. You look at where it's been pushed, where most of these clinics have been opened up. Right. It is genocide against African-American babies. I, that, mm-hmm. that is, I mean, against all babies, but I mean, mm-hmm. when you, when you look at where it is, I mean, these things are coming from a point of, of, of racists and bigots. And, yeah. I think we, it's economical. To, it's, it's based on economy as well. Uh, there's, you know, lots of poorer people, lots of people of color, you know, that's where, that's where that's, that's directed towards. And then, and then you have people on the flip side of that, like actually, you know, you've got wealthy people in America that are going to China and Africa to adopt mm-hmm. babies and do all kinds yeah. you know, just like what's going on here? These guys yeah. have to go adopt babies. These mm-hmm. people are killing their babies that they're having. We're all here. Yeah. And, you, you know, know, if it one, one of the best ways I, I can point to that and look to that is, you know, where a lot of these clinics were being open. They weren't being open in like the backwoods of West Virginia. Right. Where there are areas that were as economically depressed or more economically depressed. Right. These these weren't being open in those areas. So anyway, I I don't want to I don't want to get too far off into the. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think I think it's it's genocide without a doubt. Again, it's one of those conversations that just like earlier with the key bar, the tactical walls knockoffs. Right. It's one of those things I've been talking about recently. And I it's been a crazy two weeks. And I there's so much I want to talk about. It's just it's just. I need to (laughs) I need to start my own like rant cast or something because it's. Yeah. Hey, we're I'm here fired for up. you. We're I'm, here for I'm you, man. What else has you fired? What else has you fired up? Let us know right now. What else? What I, I sense, you know, let's like sit back on the oh, couch. Man. I hey. said, what is it? Something really, something really got under your skin. What is it, man? Let's talk about it. It's like the airing of the grievances in January. That, that's yeah. what's going on right now. Later yeah. will be the feats of strength. So uh, what's the big thing? What's the big thing that's got under your skin? heaters, heating issues. So I had a boiler issue that finally got resolved. And then, and then the, the heater out in the barn uh, where I, I live on a small farm. So we've got a well and uh, the water actually comes up into the barn and then goes back underground and gets piped over to the house. So mm-hmm. the heater went out in the freaking barn, which is actually, I'm going to have to jump off here in a couple minutes because there's a part that's coming 
mm-hmm. uh, that my buddy's bringing over and we're going to put in uh, soon. Uh, but that thing went out, of course, you know, right, right around the coldest night of the year. And I got it, I got the jumpers crossed and everything to work uh, without bypass the actual like fuse. <laughs> so <laughs> not exactly the best thing that, that that's going to get, uh-huh. to but yeah. um, that way, this, that, this, way our that sounds cool. like one of those, like here, honey, hold my beer. It's very close deal? to that. Uh-huh. But um, uh-huh. so, yeah, I, I, I just, th- this cold weather, I don't like it. He should have built the wall. Um, I, I, I know Trump's not a fan of Mexicans. You know, what about, what about snow Mexicans? What about the Canadians? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. those people up there are sending down a hell of a lot of cold air right now. This polar vortex, that's all on Canada. That's 100% <laughs> on Canada. That's where it came from. Hashtag ban Canada. Ban Canada. That's it. You know ban what Canada. I don't understand? You know what I don't understand? Like uh, the news is saying record cold temperatures. You know what I noticed that they don't do that they used to do? Hmm. When they would put up temperatures, record cold lows or highs, they would put up like since 1951, they would go back, Right. And they would put dates in there. They're not doing that anymore. They're just saying record cold temperatures. And then I guess like if um, I think Trump said something like, oh, you know, it's so cold. What happened to that global warming? They're like, look at this idiot. He doesn't understand that global warming causes global freezing or whatever it is. The, the funny thing is the funny thing about all of this, if they want to claim logic, is that they're not putting up the dates. Because when I looked up dates today, I can't remember them right now, but you can look it up. We're not at record low temperatures. We're not. It gets cold. It's January. It was colder last year. Here, at least. So, so where I'm at here, uh, the the heart of the polar vortex, if you will. Uh, when I left this morning, it was negative 26. Okay. That's cold. Um, so the record for this day, or I don't know if it's the coldest temperature ever, but anyway, the record for either coldest temperature ever or this day, whatever it was, was 1985 at negative 27. So we were one degree off from that here. Yeah. Um, and then before that, it goes back, you know, whatever, however many years. Yeah. So who, it, it's winter. It gets cold. Now, what we just saw here, I will tell you, I, I, I spent a little bit of time outside, you know, to just try and see because, you know, I, I haven't been in weather outside quite this cold, especially not with the wind. We had wind chills negative 55. I think that was being conservative. Because uh, I was outside for about four minutes, uh, actually doing some physical exertion outside, bundled up in my core. And after about four or five minutes with that wind, I was done. I mean, like done. I stumbled back to the house. I was almost slightly delirious. It was that freaking cold. Mm-hmm. And I was bundled up. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the the negative 20s are no joke. Um, they are. It's hard to describe how much colder it is because you guys have seen videos when I've been out there. Um, did like negative 10, you know, screwing around with like the uh, mutant and stuff. That was zero to negative 10 about that um, playing around. But this is just, it's just otherworldly type cold. It's hard wow. to describe. Okay. That, that like 10, 15 degrees is like a world of difference, not to mention the wind on top of it. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, I think you were trying to say something, Trey. Is he there? Did Trey freeze? Hold on a second. Trey. I think he's frozen. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't know. I've been thinking like he's he's really still. <laughs> yeah, he is really still. He's thinking really hard. Yeah, he should be coming back. He should be coming back on here in a second. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, he should be signing back in. I don't know. He might have some issues with his internet or something over there. So uh, he's frozen. Okay, let's see. Now we were discussing at the beginning, the beginning of the show, we were talking about uh, Mr. Pink. I don't know Mr. if you heard Mr. Pink him. from Reservoir Dogs. No, Mr. Pink, Carrie Hart, who's married to the to the rock star Pink. 
Uh, he was teaching his seven-year-old how to shoot a gun at 22, and he put up oh, video, awesome. and there was like huge backlash to that. Oh, there, here he goes. Here's Trey. He's back. I was hearing everything. I was uh, on my side. I didn't. I didn't hear anything or see anything weird. I was just listening to the conversation. I oh. didn't know it was wrong. That's weird. Yeah. 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 So we were. I was bringing back up the whole thing with Carrie Hart, the guy who's married to Pink, and right. teaching their seven-year-old how to shoot, and then uh, you know. It became like a, it's a big thing in the news. I saw it this morning. It's still out there. So what do you think about that, Joe? I know you don't have, you, you've got to go here, but I'd like um, to get your opinion on that. So um, there, there, other than teaching his seven-year-old daughter how to shoot, there was nothing like unsafe or anything they tr- that, that, that they actually showed, right? I think she did just, a great job. She did a good job. Oh, yeah, I perfect. Yeah. I, um, steel. So, so um, I have three daughters. Uh, my, my, my firstborn, uh, she started shooting her first, her first, she got her cricket 22 and started shooting it at three years old by four and a half, five. She could, I didn't let her, but she could have, she could load, unload, do everything on her own. Um, my youngest, uh, took, I mean, she was shooting, you know, about three and a half, four, but she required a lot more intense supervision, like immediate tense, intense supervision, uh, just because she was a little more random when she was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, now they're older. They're twelve and fourteen, uh, and my oldest is twenty-one. Um, and I mean, they just—they're—they've been shooting their entire lives. Um, you know, there's—I I think it's awesome to get them interested, not just interested in it, but for safety's sake, even if they're not really into it. Because um, my my uh, uh, Chris, our twenty-one-year-old, well, now almost twenty-two, she's not really into guns now, but uh, she likes them. But she's just, how old is she? Twenty-two. Thing. She's twenty-two. What's she into? Um, I don't know, whatever things, <laughs> not uh, guns. I'm uh, just curious. She, yeah. she, 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 There's a lot of stuff fian- in the world. Huh? Her, her fiance, mostly, you know. Oh, there you go. I, I figured right. it had something to do with that. So, um, so uh, he, he, he's all right, um, yeah. considering mm-hmm. she could have done a lot worse. I'll say that. Okay. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, a, 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 anyway, you know, it, it's it, getting that respect and teaching them, letting them know what to do, taking the uh, the mystery out of it, I think is a big thing. That's the biggest thing. Taking the mystery out of it that way. They know what it is. They know what it can do. They don't have to be like competent with them necessarily, but at least so that they know what they can do. They know what, know what they're capable of and it removes the mystery out of it. Then mm-hmm. they're less likely to play around or mess around with it because they know what they'll do. Yeah. At least in my experience, that's that's been the case, and I think it was the same experience when I was growing up. Um, I didn't actually get to sh- get to shoot any of my uh, dad's guns until I was twelve, um, and I actually had more experience through the Boy Scouts when I was younger, Cub Scouts, whatever it was, before I was you know when I was younger, like eight to twelve, whatever it was. Um, then then I did at home, and I think that was uh, and, and I think that was a detriment to me growing up because I was very curious and interested about guns. And they were kind of slightly taboo. So, you know, you, you know, it was one of those things where I would sneak in and I would try and check it out. Um, and, and once I actually got acclimated to one and I knew I had no more urge to do that anymore. Um, so I, I think that curiosity can kill. I think my wife was on the mm-hmm. other side of it. She grew up with a lot of guns in the house. Her dad loved guns and, uh, she was shooting from a very young age, basically the same age as my daughter's. Uh, and, um, she never had any curiosity there. And you could say maybe that's because she's, she was a girl. Um, the other side of it was anytime she wanted to check out or do anything, her dad showed it to her, let her, you know, they'd take them out back, shoot, um, you know, stuff like that. Cause they, I think you remove the curiosity, you remove a lot of the dangers from it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think agree that's with a big that thing. And I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in other kids' lives uh, where, you know, they get curious 
and uh, you got to remove that curiosity. Curiosity kills a cat. And curiosity kills kids. Yeah, I agree with that. It looks like you're back, ghost. I haven't actually, left. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And you're actually ghosted because there's still <laughs> there's two of you. I don't know. I, I I've been sitting here listening to Joe. I haven't touched a thing. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, Uh-oh. crazy. I don't yeah. Know. Um, maybe the NRA, the NRA is hacking us or something's I going on. I guarantee it. I guarantee yeah. it. We didn't talk about that. I don't know. Did you guys check? We uh, So Michael was talking about this yesterday that he said, and I'm going to look at mine now. He said that there were chips in the um, in the IDs for SHOT Show. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Lola looked at hers and there was. Let me see. Oh, look at that. Yeah, they're on all of them. Yeah. Yeah, there is a chip. So check yep. that out. There is a chip in there. Boom. Mm-hmm. There's a chip. I was talking there. to a buddy Very of mine. Very interesting. Yeah, I was talking to a buddy of mine who's in the industry, and he was saying that they get analytics. They got analytics every night from mm-hmm. SHOT Show that basically said how many people. They have them like these sensors all through SHOT Show, and as you walk by it, it tracks where you were, and they'll tell them how many people stopped by their booths, maybe how long they were at their booth, all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, they're watching. Yeah. So what do we feel about that? Is that good? Is that bad? I, I, I think there should have been more. I think there should have been some some disclosure on that. Right. So I've got I got my thing right here. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think I there should have been. Some, on you. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I think there should have been some Mine's disclosure. Still on my badge holder. I haven't taken um, it out yet. I think there should have been some disclosure on that. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't see anything. Granted, I don't read a lot um, on that, but um, I, I I didn't see anything. Yeah, that one is. Uh, I didn't see anything about it, and they just kind of slipped it. So this was my badge, and they just kind of, it was kind of slipped and. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, glued. It was, it was glued like together, together on here. Yeah, um, the way it was. This is how it is. This is uh, this is one right here. It's actually glued on pretty good. Right. So, oh, so your is yours glued on the outside, or do they glue it inside? It's glued on, on the inside between inside. Two, okay, between yeah, two pieces. Yeah, because because on, on mine they glued it. They glued it to the inside, and um, I I I I didn't really. I just kind of like dropped it. I was rushing through. I actually got my badge at the airport, so I just stuck it like in the badge holder and stuck it in my bag as I was because gra- I grabbed it while I was waiting for luggage to come because there was no line. Right. So I really didn't even realize there was anything in there until uh, until later. So yeah. I, I didn't I think even. This and, is and, why- and I, I hate to say I hate to say I didn't realize there was this you know little bulge in the bottom of it. But when I got it, I slipped it right into my badge holder, and it mm-hmm. didn't. It, it went to the badge holder until I took it back out. I didn't even know it was in there. Yeah, um, it didn't register. Um, yeah. I know that we got ours at media day. So we went and stood. Um, they had a booth there. You showed your ID and stuff like that. And then you got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we put it into the badge holders ourselves. But I didn't notice the extra weight. It was cold. I think that this is the reason why. Because in previous years, SHOT Show has just sent these things to us ahead mm-hmm. of time. And you saw a bunch of people making posts like, hey, I got my badge for SHOT Show. Be jealous. Right. Um, and then we didn't see that because they made people actually collect the badges, except the people that were exhibiting, like Walter that had um, a booth at SHOT Show. He got his badges. It was I think this is why, because they didn't want us to know these things were in there and then yeah. do something with it before we came to the show. Right. So but, you know, I, so it's, it's a good question. Is that within their rights? I probably I think it's probably within their rights. It would have been nice to for them to let people know. I'm sure they buried in the tech uh, act. Uh, MW Tactical is saying that the person who gave 
uh, him his badge, briefed him about it, and stated what they were doing and why. Yep. Uh, same here. And I've, I've, they told you what they were doing. Yeah. And what okay. was that? They basically, uh, I got it at, at media at the media room on Sunday afternoon after Antares. And they basically said that there's several things that they're doing. One, it's to uh, make sure that if you put in for a badge, that they want you to actually come to SHOT Show. So they're trying to get rid of people that, that get their badge and then never pick it up or they pick their badge up. They never come to SHOT Show, stay in their hotel room. They're trying to cut down on people that are applying for badges but never use their badge. But two, they're also trying to figure out where people are going and not to find out where you are, but for the marketing side. Some of these companies have asked them, how many people are coming to our booze and, and we're trying to figure out a way, is it worth coming? So I think what they're trying to do is not only prove to companies how many people are coming around their booze, but they could also help them maybe figure out how much to charge for a certain booth in a certain location. If they're getting yeah. feedback from companies saying it's way too damn much, begin the corner of the dungeon. And now there's reports saying, man, like only 7% of the people went to this booth, then maybe they need to look at some of the pricing and all that stuff. But more important is also security as well. I want to make sure that people weren't copying and photocopying badges and coming in without really having a how way would, to check it. How, how, well, the, the, the security aspect I would call BS on because how there was no – how would they – so here's the thing. You're trying how to say, how would they know? How would they looking? know if you, if let's say you had a photocopied badge, right? Right. How would they know? How would they know that? There, Cause there's no, there's, I think no, one there, of the there, there's no reverse check there, right? They know yeah, if this but, is present. They have no right. way of, cause they didn't, when you go through, there was no like ding or anything. And to get in the media room, they didn't, it, they didn't, they used the old school uh, uh, barcode reader right. for the, uh, for, for the thing here. So, yeah. Um, so the chip for that was useless. Uh, you know, I agree you, with that. You know, what's funny. I saw people, cause you know how they go, they scan that, right. They uh -huh. scan that thing. So uh -huh. that they can figure out, uh, you know, your email and stuff like that. I saw people that didn't have that. So someone didn't have what? They didn't have that little scanning thing that you could scan right oh, there. Oh yeah, the, Q, the for the QR yeah. code. Yeah. So yeah. so and then someone told me, yeah, well, those are fake badges. So, um, you know, because I I, I would figure you can if you're gonna Photoshop it, you can just. You would, yeah, yeah, you would Photoshop well. the thing on there. Yeah, I would. You, you would take the whole thing and then just. I mean, it's easy enough to put somebody else's yeah. name over but here. They were, you couldn't get into probably, the press room with this, but you could all part of the, Right, but that's probably all part of the game. They're probably Could trying be. to figure out who was doing like the high level mm -hmm. uh, faking of the badges and all that kind of stuff. So, um, Alex Capiza says the chip is key to the barcode. I believe that it's that it's yep. got the same. Oh yeah, thing. it's, so it's the, uniquely it's got a unique identifier on the back yep. here. the the barcode the 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 chip has its own barcode that that they must have scanned before they swept it into my thing again. I'm at the airport trying to grab my bags. The carousel, it's not off. I saw there was basically no line at the thing to pick up the, the badges there at the airport. I ran in, I'm on the phone, I'm texting, I'm ordering my Uber. Uh, and, you know, and they handed it to me. I shove it, shove it in my thing and I'm off. And nobody told me anything about it. So, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Lots of fodder for, um, I don't know. Had, had, I, had I have known, I would have taken it out of there and just chucked it so they didn't know where I went. Um, just because, but now maybe, you know, if you get your badge and you don't actually take it on the floor, who, they don't, I don't know, who knows, who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, 
Yeah. It's, we'll see what happens with it. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure every, everything that they're doing for it is for their benefit and their benefit alone to be able to charge more money. I doubt they're going to give anybody a discount on their booth because there was less traffic. I'm sure they're going to use it the other way to boost prices or yeah. to who knows. But we also yeah. had to look at the concept that possibly this has nothing to do with SHOT Show. It might be a SANS thing that SANS Expo might have gotten sold by this company for every convention that comes through SANS. This company is going to run their, their barcode scanning for them or whatever tracer trackers. It, it, did, and it very did, well could be they didn't have a choice. You know, I don't know. Didn't somebody say that vendors were getting some of that information almost real time every night? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. someone did so, say that here. Yeah so, yeah, so Shot was definitely obviously then in the loop on it. They knew. Yeah. And and they and they told some people about it. Um so yeah. well, what I, I'm saying is maybe maybe Sands, what I'm saying is maybe Sands has a thing that the actual convention center got sold on this product and everyone maybe. that uses that convention center now uses it. So it might be part of the deal. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just speaking on my ass here. They could be I don't know. I, I, I hate does your, does your short, ass my, have a, a chip in it? That's I uh, I plead no. the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hank, I'm sorry. I had to cut myself short. Uh, okay. Yeah, the thing's here. I got to go. But okay. uh, thank you so much. I'm sorry I'm not able to stay. Oh, that's but, cool, man. Thanks for coming thing, on. I need, to, I need to get this done. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll, do right. a, we'll, you, we'll have Lola get with me, and we'll get a full a full night on Absolutely, here. Absolutely, man. Get, get the stuff good. fixed. Take care of the, yes. the necessities, man. That's what's good, important. Good to see you, Trey. Thank you, hey, everybody good out job. there. Good, man. It was a great show. Thank you in the comments. We'll see. Uh, we'll see everybody later. Take care. Yeah, absolutely. And then let's not forget that our uh, Trey is giving away some swag. So uh, you can go ahead and go, Joe. I know you got to. Right. Go. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So Trey's giving away some swag. I don't know what, you, what numbers you were looking for. I just said we wanted to get to 100 numbers. thumbs up early on, okay. and we we're at 115. So. Oh, there you go. So you can give away some swag. Yeah, man. I don't know how you want to do that, man. You can ask so a question if you want. Um. Okay. We can do something That's, like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll think of something here. We'll yeah. think of some kind of question. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to do, and I'm going to um, I'm going to give you guys a name and an email address that I'm going to put into the chat right now. Um, let's see. Uh, Got to figure this out first. So hold on. Let me see. Let me try to get this right here. Okay. So there's a name here that I'm going to put up here. So our friend Trey that comes on that that owns uh, other Trey. Yeah. Yeah. The other Trey that owns Aries Firearms Training would like us to send an email off to this person that I'm going to put in the chat right now. I'm going to put their thing, uh, Christine Rock, and I'm going to put the email address up there. And the whole reason for this is Trey, I think, is he's expanding the Aries Firearms training here in Florida. And they're looking for some people to, you know, there's some, some kind of pushback going on. So they're looking for some folks to send them some emails. Um, I'm just going to let me see. Basically, he says you don't have to write anything crazy, just that you go to Aries range because it's safe and you have fun and your family and friends go there as well. Keep it simple. He says you want to say that you took some training it helped out. Um, etc. Just to um, help forward the cause there so he can expand the range. He's going to be on next week and we could probably get more in depth into it. You know, and if anyone has any questions out there, let me know. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know the particulars. Like you said, we were just talking about it uh, in the pre-chat, but 
Yeah, and, and you don't have to be from Florida. Like you said, you don't have to be from Florida. Even if you've never been there, the fact that there's been some pushback for the expansion of a, of a, a range, a shooting club and a range and a training facility, that in itself is an infringement upon what we're trying to do in the Second Amendment. So email and let them know, hey, I've never been there, but who doesn't want the expansion of a training facility that's trying to help people become more responsible with their firearms? I don't get it, you know? Yeah, there's always there's always people. You know, that's the problem, man. There's always there's always someone out there that's trying to like uh, I want to say cock block, but, you know, you're you're right. Someone's always trying to block for whatever reasons. And, uh, you know, we've got to get together as a community and help out Trey. He's always here on the show. He's a good guy. You know, I've done a bunch of things like we did the the whole retro rifle thing um, at Aries and some other events that you guys have seen out there. Yep. that we've shared with you. So, you know, we just want to try to do our thing to help him out. He'll be on next week. He can give us a, a better explanation of what's going on. And I'm, I'm posting a whole bunch of stuff right now. So if you guys, if you can, you know, shouldn't really take that long. Just, uh, I put some, I put some details in here, but basically just, uh, you know, be respectful, be quick, brief, send out some emails and that will help out Trey. So. Absolutely. There you go. Um, and if you want to know any more, Lola's out there. You can ask her and she could, you know, do something. Because it's Lola limited. Lola is the all-knowing, man. She's the Yeah, I'm limited to how much I could throw up here in the chat right now. <laughs> I, I wish you so, wouldn't throw up at all, but that's just a whole different story. Right, yeah. right. Okay, good one, good one, good one. And, uh, okay, so then now when it comes to this giveaway, what are you giving away? Oh, man. Uh, well, I can go through it again. So we're going to do the um, Aguila hat. I don't know if I'm gonna see if I can get there. That's a pretty cool hat. Well, pretty cool hat. Uh, some iPro sunglasses from Venture Gear Tactical. These are pretty sweet. These are the ones that I actually wear on the range and uh, on all that stuff. Yeah, very cool. Uh, you got a Walk the Talk America bracelet from Sedini. Uh, you know, if you guys aren't familiar with Walk the Talk America, phenomenal organization that Michael Sedini and Rob Pekus and Coleon are all involved with to try to get the gun community on the forefront of mental health awareness. So it's a really good organization. Go check them out. Uh, we've got an Alien Gear holsters uh, sticker, a Black Rain Ordnance sticker, and the Fort Scott Munitions patch. Yes. Wah, 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 shout wah. out. Yeah. Shout out to that's pretty cool. Those Fort right Scott. On. Oh, yeah. They are. Patches. Awesome people. Um, awesome I don't people. know. I think I might have one of those. Those are actually. I think cool you might. <laughs> May, I might have one somewhere. I might have one. Uh, I definitely have the ammo for sure. Oh, yeah. I got the ammo for sure. They're doing 450. I'm building a 450 Bushmaster. Bush, right yeah. Now, nice. As nice. we speak. So that's, uh, we're putting that together. We were almost done with it the other day, but. You know, like in all builds, there's always something that you don't have or something that yep. doesn't fit properly. And you have to go back to the drawing board. So, um, okay. How do you want to? Uh, I don't know, man. We can ask a question from something earlier in the chat or something, or yeah, you can just do a trivia question. I don't know. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think back. Um, I got, I got one. Let's okay. See here. Um, let's do this for the first person to put it in the chat. What state is Fort Scott Munitions located? Okay, there you go. Good one. Because we all know that one. But what state is Fort Scott Munitions located? First person answering the chat gets the swag pack. Let's see who does it. What state is Fort Scott Munitions? Um, You should have been able to Google by now. There it is. Western Probes. Weston got it. Yeah. All right. Boom. 
Weston, I think I might have your email, bro. But if not, go ahead and email me live at ghosttactical.us. I'm pretty sure I got your address. But if not, email to me again, and I'll get it sent out tomorrow for you, bro. Good job. Yeah, and Simpson Road Larry wants to know what was the new AR-15 caliber, 350 something. Wasn't there like um, some kind of new caliber at the show? Man, I saw a lot of uh, of some really cool calibers. Um, there was one that Clover Tech found that Bishop had, and it was the uh, the 475 short mag. That was kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Five millimeters coming back. I mean, there's some, uh, Winchester. Um, I think Winchester had something. Winchester probably did. Um, I saw some PCCs. They were talking about being able to be uh, with 357 mag and 44 mag and some, you know, um, rimfire calibers that they're going to try to get into some PCCs. I mean, there's some cool innovation going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 500 blackout clover set i forgot about the 500 blackout oh, there was a 500 blackout and if yeah. you guys are wondering i'm like someone lent me uh, a remington 700 because um actually i'm going to show it here in a second but elfman has a new a new remington 700 trigger and i'm trying to figure out what's the trigger pull on this thing so i'm trying to do let's it. do it live yeah so i'm trying to do it live and i think you're supposed to like put the trigger pull thing right there and then you're supposed to press the button to reset it and then pull the thing. No. No? <laughs> what did it say? <laughs> it says low. So this, I don't know if that means the battery, I mean, battery. is low. <laughs> yeah, probably my battery is low. And Okay, well, that's a fail. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I thought the battery, remember I was trying to check the battery? Yeah, yeah you were pre-check. Yeah, yeah, the battery is low, just so that you guys think I'm not. I guess that means the battery is low on this thing. That's right. They need to make these things solar power or wind up. Uh, or Simpson, like Larry, uh, says the 350 Legend. I did not see anything in the 350 Legend. Did you? Um, I saw something. There was something from Winchester. Yeah. Someone yeah, was the Winchester 350. Yeah. I yeah. did not see it. So uh, I was at yeah. the Winchester booth on range day, but I was with Pincus shooting the PD-10. I didn't even check out what else they had over there. Yeah, you know who told me? I think about I think the uh, the Gould brothers told me. Okay, now oh. this thing won't shut off either. <laughs> That's why the battery's low. Okay, wait, it just went. Okay, this is a Lyman, by the way. I didn't even realize that. You've uh, got a new listener, Callum Swan, out there. Says, "What is this podcast about? I'm new, man. Uh, how much time do you have?" <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty simple. It's about whatever the hell we want to talk about. <laughs> We're gun guys, and it's about whatever we want to talk about. Whatever, what you know, however the breeze blows us. That's, that's the great thing about, about gun people is we don't just have to talk guns twenty four seven. We've talked education, we've talked fentanyl, yeah. we've talked everything. That's what the gun community is. People terrible. think that we're just redneck yeah. hillbillies. We we're talk not. sex in the shower or shower carry. Well, shower carry, you know, it's it's one yeah. of those things, you know. Yeah, <laughs> AKA that's code for sex in the shower. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, this show is not for little children. Right. Just saying. Now, there's someone out there. Scam says he's from Arkansas, I think. And that's where I live right now. And I want to do it. Can I do a quick shout out for the state of Arkansas? Absolutely. We've had some really cool stuff happen the last couple of days. And um, I got a text from, from a buddy of mine who's a state senator. And he said that the House approved a bill that will drop the concealed carry permit in half instead of being the initial cost of 100 and then a renewal for 50. 
it's going to be $50 for the initial and $25 for a five-year renewal, which basically means $5 a year. And the Senate will vote on it next week, and it should be going through pretty quickly. So congratulations for Arkansas. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Making it more accessible. Making it more – it should be free. Well, I think that's what's going to happen is this has kind of been the back door. They've been trying to get constitutional carry at Arkansas for a long time. They've had to go back door, and I think this is one of the plays. So now in a couple years, they can come back and say, we've already cut it in half. Everything's good. Let's just go back to constitutional carry. So I think this was a play. Yeah. By the way, lots of comments coming in as to what this is about. That's good news. I think that's good news going in a good direction. I hope so. Brian Quick, though, says that this show is about hookers and blow. Oh. Well, it was for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never had either one, so I would not be the person, you know, to talk about that. That's like those guys who have never shot a, a gun, but they have lots of stuff to say about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So if we were, if the show was about hookers and blow, I'm saying because I've never, I've never yeah. shot hookers or blow. Uh, well, yeah, neither have I. Um, yeah, uh, and and Hottie out there, it brings another great point. We need to congratulate South Dakota. The governor got constitutional carry in South oh, Dakota. Right. Okay, cool. That's, That's good. good That's stuff. Good. Constitutional carry yeah. has been signed in South Dakota. Yeah. Um, Kathleen Music Lover says it's about gun guys. So there you go. Or Safety girls. Harbor. Yeah, Safety Harbor Firearms. Walter says it's about freedom. That's right. So uh, CB says pimps up, hose down. Very important. Um, very, there you go. Yeah, very important. I thought, I thought Walter was taking the day off, so he's he's taking the day off, but he's still in the chat. That's Walter dedication. Tro- That's he'll, dedication. He'll troll. Walter trolls us when he takes his <laughs> days off. No, these are these contracted days off. Uh, no, no. Okay, that's you know. So he's not getting uh, paid. No, Walter's not getting paid for any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Walter's not getting paid for any of this. So eventually we got to give him days off. So he just doesn't like, you know, just completely hide out from us and pretend he doesn't know who we are. Uh, that's right. But that's right. Uh, uh, And then Jafari says, uh, H said that sounded real dirty. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Someone said backdoor galore. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I know what it means, but I don't, you know, not here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if we've got other guns to show here. Maybe, we, you know, I'll Man, I, I've only yeah. got, I only have my carry gun here, but I mean, I can show it, I guess, you know? Yeah. I'm at work. Go there's, there's the old, uh, Walther PPQ subcompact. That's the, okay. You're a Walther. You're a Walther guy. Uh, I love this gun and, um, yeah, absolutely. Love it. Yeah. Very cool. Here's some gore. I th- I've shown this already, but I'll show it again. I don't know how many people out there. Tell me who has a Remington 700 or would like a Remington 700. Uh, I'm going to do this video this weekend, but there is the Elfman trigger for you. Here's the safety. There's the trigger right there. That's nice. Um, you know, we got to drop that in that bad boy. So I'm going to do like a before and after and shoot it and all that kind of stuff. Probably over this weekend, right. I will get that done and get that up there. I think I have maybe one more video left from SHOT Show. You know, at, at Media Day, um, so there's sometimes there's car companies out there, like Ram was out there mm-hmm. with the new Ram Rebel, the 2019 Ram Rebel. So I took that I took that for a drive. I need to get that video. Now, what's the Rebel? Too. Is it a pickup or what? Yeah, it's a pickup truck. Uh, okay. 1500 Okay. 
Um, oh, so it's like a souped up 1500, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's um, um, there's different trims and stuff like that. I have one. I have a, like a, I think mine's a 2017, um, and it's a 5.7 liter uh, V8 Hemi. Yeah, I drive a Durango with a 5.7 Hemi. I love that Hemi, oh, cool. but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the new one has start stop. So I was arguing with the oh, guy okay. about that. Damn, I don't. I'm not a fan. Who likes start stop? Because I don't. I'm not. No. Yeah. Yeah. Anything for me. Yeah, I think for me, I don't want vehicles with this silly start-stop thing in it. But they were saying that um, the guy was telling me, "Oh, you know, we put this, we put this um, electric motor. It's like a hybrid kind of thing in there that gives it more torque when you go to start off, and then when it stopped, it helps run things and whatever." So he was like, "Oh, you got to drive it." And it did. It didn't feel that bad when I drove it. I just don't like the idea of freaking start-stop. Yeah, the fact that you're allowing electronics to get into more things is scary because what if those electronics go wrong and then in a bad situation, you're screwed, you know. I like engine and I like brake pads. I like basic running parts, you know. Yeah, I think that we're going to have to have lifetime warranties on vehicles. Yeah. Because what's happening is that as we go forward into the future with all this technology, you know, so when you first buy this vehicle, right, and it's covered for, I don't know, depends on what vehicle. Some vehicles are 36,000, some are 50. Um, I think there's some companies like Hyundai and Kia, they go up to 100,000. Yeah, 10 year, 100,000, yeah. Yeah. Well, these these, these things are going to have to be serious because the amount of computers in these cars, the amount of motors, these stupid ass start stop motors and all that kind of stuff. All things that go wrong if you buy that vehicle used or your warranty runs out and then you have to pay for that. I don't even trust I don't even trust uh, dealership mechanics anymore. Yep. I've lost all faith and trust in in these companies when you go because like, for example, um, I bought my older son that uh, he goes to FSU. We bought him a used uh, it's a 1999 uh, Volkswagen uh, Passat. Hmm, Good car. Yeah. Yeah. And I had it checked out and everything, you know, all did all that stuff. It was all good. And then something came up with it and and he's in Tallahassee. So he went to the um, he went to the Volkswagen dealership there. Those guys are criminals, man. They are criminals. They they I think they we, we changed the alternator and then they were like, oh, this thing is wrong. They were trying to they were trying to get us to pay like three, four thousand dollars to fix stuff mm-hmm. that they said that was wrong. And then. What they fix, he's been having problems with the vehicle since then. And then we just recently found out that they didn't put all the right parts on there, even though we paid them to put new parts and the right parts. I don't trust dealership mechanics anymore. So uh, Len Holt says even Audi, question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, See, like I'm dealing with Audi, but my car is new. So when something goes wrong, they have to fix it. But what happens... Like a car, a new car now, any any new car now with all this tech in it, if something goes wrong, ask yourself this question. Even if you're a very mechanically inclined person, can you fix all this stuff? Can you can you connect to uh, I can give you an example in, in my car, in my Audi, they had to change the navigational system. In there and the like they should the guy showed me a picture. They had to take the seats out. And take off this panel in the back and all the stuff that they took out. He was like, I've never seen anything like this. I'd take a picture of it and show it to you. 
That's crazy. How Just to change the navigational system. Yeah. <laughs> you know, remember navigation? Well, I, you know, I always thought it was just in the dash, but. Yeah, it goes up to the so, top of the roof or somewhere, yeah, too, doesn't it? There's a whole bunch of stuff behind me, and there's, yeah, all, yeah there's a lot of tech in these vehicles now. So um, I think that what's going to happen is we're going to have those vehicles until those the, the warranties run out, and then you might have to switch, or you're going to have to get lifetime coverage on those things. Yeah, and I know that when like Toyota and all those came out with the the uh, Prius, and everyone was you know this is years ago, 10, 15 years ago. It's all oh, the Prius is great. It's this, that, and the other, and getting ninety nine miles of the gallon. And then they realize like three years later, you've got to change the batteries. It's going to cost you like twelve grand to change the batteries after three or four years. I was like, oh crap! You know, no, so you're going to change the car. Know, yeah. Exactly. You're changing cars because it's cheaper to do that than buy the yeah. batteries. I don't like Prius anyway. Any gun know. guys out there own it? Is there any gun? Any? If you're a gun guy and you own a Prius, we got to check you. Um, you better you better go kill something quickly to get your man card back. You Just saying. Your credentials. <laughs> That's right. If you're driving, I guarantee you this. I've met. I met. If you once, own a Prius, you better own an NFA item. Just saying. <laughs> uh, I met one guy. I was doing this gun event, and there was a guy there that was driving a Prius and he said he was a gun guy. And I was like, dude, I saw you were driving a Prius. That's bullshit. <laughs> now, so Clover he told me that was his girlfriend that had the Prius. Oh, of course it is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. all the gun stickers on the back window. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Clover says it's nice to be able to change an alternator in the parking lot. And that's an inside joke because a couple of years ago, a bunch of us were up in Tulsa for the Wanamaker gun show and my alternator went out. And mm -hmm. I had to go by and grab one, and about three or four of us sat there with flashlights while Clover changed my alternator out in the hotel parking lot. So thanks, oh. Clover. He got me home. So, yeah, yeah it is nice to be able to change huh? stuff out, you know? He's got those kind of skills, huh? He's got those skills, but more importantly, I'm not driving this fancy car that doesn't allow you to do anything without yeah, the electronic see. code. So it's nice yeah. to have that. I'm going to tell you something. If you're going to get a used car, you should get a really old car that um, – yeah that you can, it's like guns. One of the things I like, that's why I don't want a bunch of electronics in my guns. Right. You know, I like being able to take guns apart and I'm not like a, you know, I'm not a, a, a you know, super proficient on guns. I'm not trying to pretend I'm a gun genius or anything like that, but right. I like the idea. I could take a gun apart and figure that damn thing out mm -hmm. and put it back together and get it working. It's not, you know, it's not, it is kind of rocket science, but it's not, it's like early, it's like caveman rocket science, if it was right, rocket science. Right. So, but here, a question comes to mind, question comes to mind, Ghost. Yeah, man. Um, I, you guys probably didn't have to jack up your car in order to change the alternator. I know some cars <laughs> you have to do that, but I'm just curious, um, is, is Clover capable of like, if you know, you don't have to jack up the car anyway, right? Because he could just walk right under. He can walk right under it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. No, he, he walked, like he walked right under I'm waiting for his comment. I'm waiting for his comment. Oh, it's coming. Uh, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah, I think that that's, I think you really do have to get the older cars that have no computers. They're proof of freaking, like if you have an EMP, <laughs> <laughs> you know. You got to go real like when is what what is the um what is it what's the starting system that's EMP proof the the uh um the carburetors right if if so if your vehicle has a carburetor then it's EMP proof right Pard, you're talking to a guy that literally aced the ASVAB for the Marine Corps, except for every single question on mechanics. 
The guy oh. said, you can literally do anything you want except for be a mechanic. So <laughs> I know nothing about mechanics. <laughs> literally know nothing about it. Thank God for Clover. Yeah. Clover says uh, full circle OMG. I don't know what that means. Well, we were talking about him being so short in the beginning of the show. So we've come full oh. circle. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not over. This is not the end. We still got. Oh, to, no. We could no, do no. this. With, we could get him up with jokes for the next 10 minutes. Parts. It's, <laughs> it, could, it could flow and it could get really bad. <laughs> yeah. Lola says so much love tonight for Clover Tack. And That's Clover right. says feeling it big time. Yeah. He is big time. You know, he's a big time guy, you know. Yeah, we're just, you know, we tease because we love you. That's, That's right. Good. That's right. Yeah, we tease because we love you. Yeah, I think I think we got to get simple simple vehicles. Yeah. Or I'm not super mechanically inclined either. So, um, I my new my philosophy is no damn used cars. So I actually regret buying my son that used car. See, I'm the opposite. I will not buy a new car. Um, now that being said is like, if I'm going to get a new car, I'm going to wait, like if I'll wait in like October and get me a 2019 model that might have five or 6,000 miles, but it's not considered new still. You know, it's one of those things where, um, I I've, I've only bought two cars in my life. I had a Land Rover and a, and a, um, long time oh, ago. Oh, that's a doozy. That's a doozy to get. That was, there. that was awesome. That's back in the nineties when it first came out. I, I had one, I had to have it. And then I bought, my wife had a, uh, what do you call them? The Lincoln Navigator. We bought those both new and I'll never buy a new car again. It's just one of those things where I'll wait six months till the new models come out and I'll go buy this brand new car that's been there for a year. that has been driven a little bit and I'll get it for almost damn near half the price. So I'm yeah. cheap like that though. No, that's good. But you can still get some kind of coverage on it. Right? Oh yeah. I still have, I'll still have the factory warranty on it and all that, you know? So it's, yeah. it works out the best of both worlds. Yeah. That's the big thing that that's the big thing that troubles me. Like uh, the reason I wanted to get him a used car. Cause I was like, Hey, he's got to suffer. Yeah. You know, he's in school. The problem is he's about two and a half, three hours away. You know, yeah. he's not super mechanically inclined or into that kind of thing, but he needs his car to get around and, and do his thing. And it would have been better for me to just go buy. Uh, what is Lola says? I'm not mechanically inclined, period. That's not that's not true. I could I can do some shit. Can you change the battery? Yeah, I could change a battery. There you go. I could change. I've changed. Uh, you know, you I change the oil if you had to. Uh, yes. Yes, See, I could. You're I, mechanically I could change, inclined. I could change tires. I could change tires. There I've, you I've go. changed things. That's I've right. worked on things, you know, Damn um, it. I'm just, you know, I'm just too good looking to be doing all that stuff all the time. You're the talent, man. You're the yeah. Talent. Yeah. But I don't like to do those things. I, so in New York, as soon as I at no, 16, I, I was driving at 16 years old. I bought a car, stick shift, driving it, mm -hmm. totaled it, you know, got another car, um, did not like public transportation. So you had I had to fix things. But yeah, I think it would have been easier for me. It would have been cheaper for me to just go buy him like a little Hyundai or Kia or something like that. <laughs> now you know, she's calling you out. <laughs> oh, she says without cursing. Why as a man, as a man, why do I have to do things without Aren't cursing? Aren't you supposed to curse when you're doing stuff like that? Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't understand that question. Yeah. That, that question is not relevant. Everything that I do, I have to curse and carry on. Yeah. I'm sorry. I do that just having normal conversations. So much less if I'm doing something strenuous, you know? Yeah. Yeah. See, see, Clover took out back on that one. He, he said, did. No one, no one can work on a vehicle without cursing. Come on now. Being on his... 
Lola, this I because I curse with everything. Everything oh, I do. Oh no, Walter <laughs> says it. Peggy says she's more mechanically inclined than you are. <laughs> oh. Uh oh. Is boy. is that the line in the yeah. sand right there? That, that cuts deep. That cuts deep. <laughs> I have fixed stuff. I've done things. I've, you know, I've fixed things. You can ask Lola if something if something needs to be fixed. I I can't let it go. I can't sleep. I can't do anything. I have to figure that thing out or whatever and get it done. But I don't spend a lot of time um, actually wrenching on stuff and all that. But I have. I have done it. I don't know what Lola's talking about. I've actually wrenched on stuff in my life. You know, so. I've wrenched on some things, but uh, I don't trust myself. I'm going to be honest. I don't trust myself to, to wrench on a lot of stuff, so. Yeah, but you put guns and stuff like that together, right? Well, that's true. But still, I'm talking about like uh, like if I have directions, like instructions or something, or even a YouTube video that's very detailed, I can do it. But if I just have a bunch of these parts just lying around with no guidance, yeah, it, it might as well be great to me. So uh, I'm one of those guys that I can do whatever, but I need some guidance. Uh, if it's putting stuff together without directions, I can probably figure it out, but I want to have about half the parts still missing or still there when I get done saying that's not right. Why are all these parts still here? You know, yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah. I have put together lots of Ikea furniture. Yes. Ikea is. That has to count for something. Yeah. I so. mean, um, yeah. I, I mean, I put together several Ikea stuff and they're not very hard. Um, but even there, I still got some screws like left over. And I don't know if they sent extras or if I'm just missing a screw here and there. But my wife says I'm missing a screw, like literally, but that's just, you know, that's yeah. a longer conversation. Melvin Nut says, I love mechanicking. Part of the reason why I love guns. Is mechanicking so, a word? Uh, it is now. I like Mel. What's up, Mel? Yeah, it's a word now. Um, listen, I, I would like, I think, you know, older cars, older cars, way better. Older cars, way better if you're going to yeah. do this. Lola, by the way, talking lots of smack about me. She, she does not like, she does not like older cars. She doesn't like me wrenching on anything. She's seen me wrench on stuff. She knows that. Don't even lie, Lola. I've worked on motorcycles. Um, you know, somebody, someone had to come and actually make the motorcycle run, but I took it apart. So I have well, to get I can take a lot of stuff apart. That's true. That's still wrenching, you know, that's half the job. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lola says, uh, yes. When I had a via cross, I had an Isuzu via cross. I took it apart and fixed it. I took some of it apart and fixed it. Yeah. So, you know, there's some like some some vehicles are easier to work on. Like the so old 65 Mustang type. I mean, those things, there were only so many parts that you had to worry about, you know? Yeah. Well, if you think about it this way. So back when I see I had to figure out how to drive and I was on a low budget. So you get a used car in New York. You have to get a used car, man, because new cars are friggin' It's ridiculous. Insurance, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you get a used car. Then you go to the car, the car parts store and they have a book on that car. You know, there you so, go. So, for example, like how even like a 99 Passat, you can go get the book on the 99 Passat and then you could do stuff. But you have to have time for that. Right. Yeah, you know, oh, I time. bet you they've also got YouTube videos for it too now. Yeah. So Which David Carter. Great. Yeah, David Cardinal said Hank needed Walter to put together a 1022, and they still forgot the bolt stop pin. Okay. Now that is technically true. 
<laughs> okay. I want to hear. I want to hear how it's not technically true, though. Okay, that's okay. That's technically <laughs> true. But here's the problem. So I did not need Walter to put it together. We did a video together, having fun, because sure. I think it's more fun to do these build videos with friends and stuff like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah, you yeah. said, I could I could figure out that thing. I could get instructions. I could look mm-hmm. up instructions, look at YouTube videos, and put things together. And I've done that. And I've actually built a couple of uh, 1022s myself. So right. those those videos are my evidence. Those videos are on YouTube of me. Like I got an old 1022, cleaned it up and built it into a whole different gun. I did all that stuff. So I went over to Walter because I thought it would be fun. Walter right. builds guns. Walter refused to read any kind of instructions or look up anything. That's dude right. shit. Can't you know be worried about that. Um, so, yeah, we did forget to put that thing in, but we got most of the parts in and it ran. So, you, you know, go. that's a win. It is a win for sure. As far as I'm concerned, that's a win. There's a whole bunch of things we probably didn't do right when we were putting that when exactly. we putting that thing together. So, you know, and Walter got to uh, build his his first uh, 1022. So well, that was yeah. his first build. Nice. nice. Yeah, Walter says that was my first 1022 build ever, and because of the shame, he will never forget that pain. He'll just forget some other thing. You know, it's funny because Clover and I were talking on the phone this, uh, about a week or so before shot about 1022s because he was like, you know, you can go find a brand new 1022 for a really good price. But if you want to custom build it, like you can spend three or four grand on a 1022 and, and, and it's it's crazy. Like it's yeah, you can you can spend three or four mm-hmm. grand on a 1022 yeah. if you really wanted to. Yeah, I've got some integral barrels. Like I've got the short charger length integral mm-hmm. barrels. I've got the rifle length barrels. I built several, um, you know, several 1022s. But yeah, that was Walter's first thing. We can't be too rough on him. You know, he says, Walter says there's some kind of buffer we left out. Mm, several things. <laughs> some buffer thing. But nothing, but it worked. It's like you were saying with Ikea, man. You know, if the thing technically works without that stuff, it's good. Those are just extras. If you pull the trigger... And it comes out, yeah, on your job, right? Yeah, those are just things they put in there because of lawyers or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, because the yeah. ATF says so. I don't know, man. You know, you know yeah, you know, <laughs> these gut guys are critical. <laughs> it <laughs> will throw- kill. Yeah, Walter says it will kill. <laughs> it will kill. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, listen. Uh... Don't try to tell me the dudes out there don't build cars and leave parts out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, what's this screw for? I don't know. It runs. We're good. <laughs> yeah. We're going to build. Yeah, we do need to do an AK. I know Babyface is built. Have you ever built up an AK from scratch? I have not. No, I have not. Uh, okay. I've heard it's a pain in the ass, though. Yeah. Walter leaves stuff out of things all the time. It's no big deal. Yeah, he so, kind of knows what he's doing, though. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give him the you benefit of the doubt. When you when you do this kind of stuff, you figure it out. That's why I like getting my hands on things and building it. Lola does not like me having projects. Right. I could just tell you that. I I, I would like <laughs> to be mechanically inclined, but Lola doesn't. Like, I actually have a, a boxer, a Subaru boxer engine on the Hacienda. I do. Nice. Ask, ask Walter. It's been out there for a while. And then I've got like the front end of a of a Mazda Miata. I got all kinds of different parts all because I was going to build a reverse trike. So I was going to use interesting. Yeah, I've so, actually seen I, I've seen someone that did that and it didn't work out well. So you might want to uh, uh, not look yeah. at that guy's video. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, he had like two wheels in the front and one in the back, and it was awkward looking. Yeah, I was going to build one of those. I had the designs in my head, 
you know. Oh, so, so it's an original design. This is a Hank yes, unlimited yes. uh, a limited edition. Yeah, we will probably call it like the Hankinator or something like that. I just Hank, needed Hankenstein. Yeah, I have to learn how to weld so I can weld. Oh, oh that's it. That's not a big deal. So I can weld the frame <laughs> together. But I had to figure out how to put like a, Miata, a Mazda Miata front end and made it with some kind of motorcycle rear end. <laughs> You know, do a bunch of I love you, dude, but please, please, please make sure you're videoing the first ride you take with that because that might be the last time we see you. Just saying. Uh, okay, that project <laughs> has been waiting to be worked on for several years. So yeah, we'll see how that one goes. Right. Uh, yeah, my brain, uh, my brain chew like bites off more than it can actually chew, so that happens yeah. all the time. So yeah, yeah. says nope. When you get bored, I got to get rid of whatever it is. So yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. That's how I am. You know, I think that the front end of the Miata on the back end of a VW Bug could be an interesting car. You ever thought about doing that? Of a Miata, but yeah, it was going to be four wheels. I don't like. I think the best combination is three wheels. Three wheels is better than two wheels, and it's better than four wheels. If it's two up front and one in the back, I don't like one up front and two in the back. That's corny. Well, there's a reason why there's not many cars or have two up front. So oh, you're, you're you're yeah you're breaking up a little bit there. Am I? Uh, yeah. Um. No, that's a pr- it's a pretty cool design to have two up front and one in the back. We can we can have that argument. <laughs> we'll do a whole show about that, and we'll have that argument. We pro- I'll probably need to do it on the auto channel on Stranger Palooza. Yeah. You know, we'll talk about that because I don't know if the gun guys want to get that deep into that. Yeah. But if there's any gun guys out there interested in building reverse trikes, let me know. That, that would be an interesting project, especially down in Florida, because you guys have weather year-round that you could spend time outside working on stuff, you know? Yeah, if you can weld. We need a welder. You got to be able to do, like, weld aluminum. Ooh, yeah, that would help. That would help. Yeah, that would yeah. be cool. Somebody who's good with engines. Uh, we need someone who's good with motorcycles, because motorcycles going to be part of the deal. <laughs> you know? So it basically sounds like you're there to supervise? Is that right? Yeah, wiring is going to be required. <laughs> uh, we might need someone to do some, like, carbon fiber or fiberglass. Uh, <laughs> the, the paint job right or you need a, do you need a painter uh, i could do paint myself <laughs> uh, uh i know you're breaking up but uh yeah someone sure. said just yeah brick says just get a can-am spider so i don't know I do those can-ams they look cool but they look yeah. pretty cool yeah yeah so yeah um yeah yeah, I'm going to do something one of these days. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, let's 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 probably wrap this up because I know your signal. <laughs> your signal is getting messed up. Lola's going to get it's weird huh? because that, mine shows 100 percent here. I don't know. It's weird. Oh, that's weird. I don't know what's going on. But OK, know. we're yeah, maybe it's on my end. Maybe it's on my end. Something's it's going YouTube, on, okay. man. Yeah. So what do you want the folks to know out there before we get out of here? I mean, not really much of anything. I put a video out today. It's called Concealed Carry for Beginners. So if you're thinking about or you know someone's thinking about concealed carry, have them watch the video. Uh, check out our podcast, our live shows. Check us all out at www.ghosttacticalproductions.com. More importantly, get your asses over to GunStreamer. Sign up and go support GunStreamer. They're the greatest 2A uh, platform out there. And uh, so, yeah, they had a great week last week at, at Shot So. So some great things are coming. But Paul and Ashley and Austin are good friends of mine and Hanks. And uh, they're phenomenal, phenomenal people doing a great thing. So please just go check out GunStreamer.com. 
Awesome. Yes, totally. I, I second that with gunstreamer.com. You guys should go check that out. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I'm not, I totally forgot who who's coming on tomorrow, but somebody cool. <laughs> who? Who's coming on? Oh, Lou. Lou. 1911 Lou. Louis Valdez is coming on there from Think About Guns. And Walter will be here. Thanks to uh, thanks to Ghost Tactical for here. Shout out to Clover Tech, uh, you know, who we made fun of, but he's a good dude. We'll get him back. That's on right. here sometime in the future. I see Big Daddy Hoffman is in the chat. Shout out, Big Daddy Hoffman, you need to get your butt on this show at some point. Need to make it happen. Gotta do it. Make it yeah. happen. Yes, we need to make it happen. We are out of here. <laughs> Peace. We'll see you guys.